uh, Representative Matt Shea from Spokane. Oh, yeah. He was involved in all that shit. It's a fucking clusterfuck. All these gay, like you say, the fucking military cosplayer dorks, but mm-hmm. makes it so I can't wear my Punisher shirts. I wonder what they did with all those dildos and lube. Used them. Yeah, I'm sure they did. <laughs> they fuck themselves. Yeah, can't, can't let those go to waste. Never waste a good dildo. Never. That's right. They can be used to make furniture. How do you pound a nail with a fuck? Oh, never mind. I got it. <laughs> we went down the rivers. We crossed the plains. Over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. May God help those who stood in the way of business progress. And the USA. USA. All right, Will, do you got your comic stands ready? Sure. You didn't want to tell us about your trip or getting abducted oh, by aliens or anything like that? I didn't get abducted by any aliens. I just, I don't know. It was like, just heavy-duty Trump country this way and that, and you know, everybody's like, oh, so you're on vacation from Seattle, huh? Well, I, I bet I know why. Like they're, they're all under the assumption that this whole town was on fire, and it's like a lawless hellhole, and it's like, no, it's it's not as bad as Tucker Carlson wants to make you believe. And yeah. then immediately, like, people start shooting each other up there, but it, you know, it's not as if people don't shoot each other all around town for it's like what you're saying that somebody somebody got shot on second avenue and nobody said fucking fuck all about it on the news all no. they reported on was the stuff up on capitol hill well that and they were under the impression that everybody like was, was oh they think they're their own country well then we should just attack them with the army like <laughs> nobody said that like that's yeah see how long these libtards last without government funded water and power it was like okay isn't that literally what all you survivalist assholes are always jerking off to? That whole idea, you know? Yeah, you should be praising them for doing what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, also, we tried to record this episode like fucking almost a week ago um, while Bo was in was it Idaho? Wallace, Idaho. Wallace, yes. Idaho. So he was uh, pulled over the side of the freeway trying to do it on, with like you know three G on his phone, and that did not fucking work. So nope. ended up in a hotel like what like twenty minutes later. Yeah. Trying to do the, the podcast on hotel. Yeah, trying to trying to do the podcast crashed the whole hotel's fucking Wi-Fi like five times in a row. Then we decided much. to then we decided to call it a fucking night. Yeah, kick that can down the road. Yeah, yep. Sometimes it's just not going to happen for yep. you. So you gotta you gotta, gotta what they get for having them. a volcano in the town there. Volcano. They have a volcano in the town of Dante's Peak. A volcano is turning nature into a nightmare. Pierce Brosnan, Linda Hamilton, Dante's Peak. The pressure is building. Oh yeah, Dante's Dante's Peak was set in Wallace. With really? Pierce Bro- I think that's the one with Pierce Brosnan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And Tommy Lee also- Jones, is that right? Or is that Tommy Lee Jones in the other one? I don't know. I'll, the, I'll yeah, look at it. other one, I think. I think it was it Pubes Bronson and Kathy Lee 
Gif- Gifford. What? That's a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's some lady. It's, I don't know. It's fucking Jay Leno, fucking uh, Pat Marino, Minute Bowl, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. You ever see Pat that Mar- movie, Collision yeah. Course, with Jay Leno? When a Pat Japanese Marino? special agent comes to Detroit. I talk some Jap. Toyota, Mitsubishi, Kawasaki, Teriyaki. To team up with a wisecracking city cop. Yeah, I don't think we need quite as much firepower, fellas. Let, let the people right. through, will you? Hot on the trail of murder and corruption. You see, Oshima stole revolutionary new turbocharger. You got proof of this? You just make it up as you go along. No, no, no. I see guilty-looking Jaredai. Guilty-looking eye? Well, with that kind of hard evidence, we should get a conviction overnight. Collision course. Police officer, criminal! No, but I, I saw uh, <laughs> Towering Inferno with Pat Morita. I think he was in that one. Oh, shit. Is it one of those other disaster movies where it's like a skyscraper that's on fire and they're all trying to get off of it? Oh, it's like yeah. the same fucking thing as like Poseidon Adventure, only it's a burning building instead of an upside, upside down ship. But yeah, it's, it's, like Marita, like but in, it's like Die Hard, but instead of uh, terrorists, it's fire. Yeah, and fire's hard to shoot. It is. And have, you can't really have witty comebacks at the fire. <laughs> Yippee-yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker! Oh, God! <laughs> I guess oh. I'm the hot stuff now. Fuck! Yep. Cell phone. But anyway, so we're uh, we're back on track here at uh, uh, How the West Was Fucked. Uh, I just got back from traveling. I don't know if anybody listened to the, uh, the episode before this when I was on location. We tried to do that again. It just didn't work out. But now I'm back. And so... Uh, I don't know. I went, uh, the thing we're talking about today, I went to some of the places where some of the things happened. So I'm going to probably go off on a bunch of tangents. No. So, uh, yeah, no. never. But at least this time there'll be tangents having to do something with the story. I hope there's one that doesn't have anything to do with the story, at least. Like, the, start talking about the snorks for an hour or something. Or All about it. I could do Cap, that. Captain Planet. Underwater Smurfs. Yeah. I know, huh? Yeah. Who, who the fuck did they... Who do they think they were fucking fool with that <laughs> knock-on shit? Come along with the snorks. Swim along with the snorks. So much to see waiting for you in me. I had a pretty sweet snorks towel when I was a kid, though. Beach towel. It was awesome. Anyways. Did the little antenna match the where your dick came out of? Out of the towel? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. That's good. Your, your <laughs> towels have dick holes? Am I buying the wrong kind of towels? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, once again, welcome back to how the West is fucked. Uh, or was fucked. The yep. West was fucked. Hey, you did it all by yourself. All by yourself. Right after Bo did it all by himself. Yep. Okay. So uh, I don't know. What did you title this one, Will? Sully's Expedition. Okay, so uh, what do you know about Sully's exposition? Exposition. Expedition. Jesus. Standing on a rock, telling the whole story. I don't know, but Sully sounds like a fucking gangster from like New Jersey. Oh, Sully, I'm gonna go find me some cured meats. I just keep on thinking, like, you know, Agent Dana Scully expedition. Oh, Scully's expedition to find the the finder alien baby or whatever. Yeah. Didn't she have an alien baby? I think she. Did. I assume so. Well, I think Mulder got her knocked up, and she just blamed it on aliens. But, <laughs> um, 
Well, who uh, would pay I know child support on that. <laughs> I know fuck all about Sully's exposition expedition. All right. Well, this well, is the uh, sequel to the uh, great uh, Sioux uprising in Minnesota. There. Oh, yeah. oh Back nice. Back in 1862, if you remember that, where they tried to hang 400 of them, but only oh, got yeah, yeah, 39 yeah. and a half. So. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing. I think I mentioned when we were trying to record before. There are. Uh, there's people trying to take down Lincoln statues, too, you know, because we have a bunch of statues coming down for Confederates mostly, which is fine. Um, the Lincoln ones get a little weirder. Um, there's one that I know they put up and is coming down that uh, has a slave, like, kneeling in front of Lincoln, and, like, nobody that was black liked it even when they put it up. Like, uh, Frederick Douglass was like, no. Yeah, that seems kind uh, of fucky. So they're, they're going to pull that one. But there were some people complaining about Abe Lincoln because he was... Uh, you know, he allowed the Sioux to be hung at Mankato like that. But, you know, in context, like I said, they wanted to hang like hundreds of them and he was able to get it down to 32. So not perfect, but uh, by 1800 standards, that's, I guess, pretty humanitarian. Yeah, I mean, you can, it's as good as it's going to get. <laughs> I, but as far as anything we've ever talked about, that's about, you know, the level of fairness one can expect. But still... Um, there's that debate going on. Also, like uh, we've talked about, uh, Ulysses S. Grant. I know he had one of his uh, statues knocked over because he was a slave owner briefly. Uh, apparently, he got gifted a slave by his uh, father-in-law, which is the weirdest thing, you know. That is hey, so son, fucking here, weird. Here's son. Here's a, per, here's a person. Yeah, just know. use Starbucks gift cards or something. You know. Yeah. But apparently, uh, Ulysses S. Grant uh, felt really weird ordering another human being around like that, so he just kind of, like, let him, you know, free eventually. I think he kept him for, like, a year, but just never got into the whole slave-owning thing, which is, like, good, I guess. Yeah. But... I, it's such a fucking weird <laughs> thing, man. It's just awkward. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like, well, man, I don't really want to own you, but... People will yell at me if I just, like, let you go, and I don't know. No, nah, but, yeah, as we know, eventually USSN's grant uh, did uh, play a, a large role in uh, in the uh, emancipation of the people in bondage in the southern states. So, you know, nobody's perfect in, the, in these stories, as we've amply shown by now, but I don't In fact, know. most of them were fucked. Yeah, most of them were fucked. That's Quite. why we have this podcast. But today, we're not going to be talking uh, about that stuff anymore, uh, like Grant or Lincoln. Why did I even start talking about Lincoln? I don't know, man. Fuck uh, if I know. Tangent number one, complete. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dateline, June 28th, 1864. <laughs> So General Sully was marching near the uh, Missouri and the Little Cheyenne there in South Dakota. Uh, he had a captain with him, John Fellner. He was out collecting scientific samples. He was the chief topographical officer. And when Sully told him to take some guards and some soldiers with him, he didn't believe that there were Indians to be had out there. I don't Despite, believe in Indians. Yep. You're a shitty an old, scientist. It's an old wives' tale. Fuck. Next you're going to so, tell me a werewolf is going to snatch me. Right. Mm -hmm. So he only takes two guards with him, and so he's out there collecting samples, probably of buffalo dung or something, 
and uh, somebody shoots him. Uh, that was uh, three suit. Shoots him through the lungs and uh, kills him. So the two oh, he guards. Didn't, he didn't what? just walk off the holes in his lungs. No. But, yeah. Okay. No. Our main character is gone immediately. No. This is the this is the botanist or naturalist or whatever the fuck. Right. Oh, I see. The the cold open. Yeah. Yep. So the two guards book it back to the main column. Uh, Sully sends out the, the Dakota Cavalry. They called themselves the Coyotes. Which now is a bad, you know, like, you don't want to be called a coyote now. Well, like the, the context has changed quite a bit. What if you're delivering people across the border, I guess? Yeah, well. Is that on your business card? or? That's a pretty polite way of, you know, extorting people. To deliver them across the border oh, yeah. sounds more appropriate. Or, you know, if you're about to get caught leaving them sealed in a semi-trailer to, like, suffocate or some of that, that yeah. happens. Yeah, so. at least leave them a beach ball or something. Anyway, they find the three Sioux that uh, shoot uh, the, the captain there. Are, and... we, are we sure of that? Because usually it's like they just find the first Indian they possibly can and they're like, yep, he did it. <laughs> yep, basically. <laughs> So they quarter the, the three Sioux and shoot them 200 times. Ooh. So uh, kind of make Swiss cheese out of them. I thought bullets were expensive back then. They were, and also Holy I think this shit. is this is very kind of like pre-repeating like repeating rifle. Like I think there was there were, should have been maybe Spencer's and uh, uh, what you call uh, Henry rifles, but they were kind of rare back then. They weren't issued to the Army, so man, they must have been doing a lot of like you know, bang. Fuck. Bang. Yeah, that's... So it took them fucking, like, two and a half days to <laughs> shoot these three guys? Jesus Christ. Right. Oh, Meanwhile, they, they'll bang a thousand mules, but they'll shoot three guys 200 times. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we have some of the most depressing shooting and killing coming up, too, so... Oh, just good. hold Thanks, your horses man. for that. All right, when we take a break, I am going to go buy a beer. <laughs> All right. Anyway, continue. Anyway, so Sully was happy, but he wanted more than three dead Sue. So he orders the detail back to cut off the heads. And he puts the heads on pikes near the tallest hill nearest the camp as an example. Oh, okay. How humane. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Can we before we move on? Can we talk a little bit about Sully? Because I'm thinking oh, yeah, he's I was one of. Say he's like a sensitive poet and painter, but he still well, is he, does is he all like, this awful shit. Is he like Madonna or Prince? He just has the one name, Sully. No, it's, it's General Alfred Sully. Okay. Uh, born born May 22, 1820, Philadelphia, Whoa, Pennsylvania. That's my daughter's birthday. Oh, cool. A few years later, but yeah, May twenty second. Yeah, a couple, couple years later. Uh, but uh, uh, he um, basically he was in the Civil War and uh, like fucked something up, and then they're like, "Fuck you! You don't get to play in the Civil War anymore. You gotta go out and fight Indians <laughs> instead." So you broke uh, my wagon. But yeah, as Will alluded to, yeah, he's like he was his dad was a painter, uh, apparently, and then uh, he was also into like theater. Uh, apparently, he had acted in. Uh, Oh, the same play that uh, Lincoln got shot watching, which I think was My American Cousin or Our American Cousin or whatever was the name of the play. Apparently, like, Sully, like... Like the actual play act, that he got shot in or not the a same different play, showing but of not it? A different showing of it. Okay, I got you. 
But apparently that was that play would must have been the cat's ass around that time if there's that many showings of it going on. But yeah. So yeah, he was a you know Indian fighter, thespian, painter, weird combination. Yeah. But it's the cats of its day. <laughs> 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 Fucking. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a little bit of a background on Sully. But yeah, basically he fucked up in the Civil War, so they sent him out west, and he wanted to redeem himself. So what better way to show that you're really into your job than by desecrating bodies and putting their heads on pipes? Totally. And shooting guys two other times. Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. No, no, ma'am, this is not a good idea. Sorry, Goose, but it's time to buzz the tower. I'm just imagining the fucking, uh, uh, what, from a uh, Top Gun. Maverick! <laughs> Like when he flies too close. Yeah, totally. God damn it. Son of a I, I forget. I'll look up what he did to get fucking in trouble. Flew too close to the tower and he's going to. He had. His, oh, he had Ringgold flying artillery and he flew the fucking cannonball it, too close say, to the tower. Fucking horse? <laughs> or he possibly played uh, shirtless volleyball with some jeans on, too. Oh, so. Jesus yeah. Christ. That would have gotten picked out immediately. <laughs> These are motherfuckers that wouldn't even bathe shirtless. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, they're just wearing the union suit, you know, the, the, with the butt flap. Just playing volleyball with the you know, long underwear. Okay. okay, so the word spreads quickly among uh, the, the Sioux there. Most were camped between the Cannonball and the Heart River, which, if you want to explain where the fuck that is, between uh, just west of Bismarck there. Yep, and then the Heart River literally flows like about a mile north of my mom and dad's place. I was just by that. But, I mean, it goes for a long way, so it's, not, it's the same river, but I'm on a different part of it. But, you know, it's not like a very huge river. I mean, it's long, but it's about as wide in most places as a city street. So, you know, how some of these rivers we talk about, like what was the wonder in the Sioux Uprising where they're trying to cross it and they just all get killed because the river's too deep and they can't swim. And they just oh, get shot, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> not as big of a trouble uh, on the Hart River there. I, You know, I don't remember the cannonball. The only thing I know about the cannonball they got those cannonball concretions that form there. Mm -hmm. I was actually trying to find some because they were out at the out at Lake Chicago, and cannonball concretion is just a wad of uh, sandstone that naturally forms into a big ball that looks like a cannonball. Hence, cannonball concretion. Hence, why the river is called the cannonball, oh, not because sense. of actual cannonballs, but kind of like how we have the Knife River kind of close to there too. It's called the Knife River because that's where you get all your Knife River flint. Which they made... Oh, for chipping into blades and they, stuff. They made blades cool. that got traded all the way out here and to the east, and so... Yeah. Anyway. Knife River's a lot better for catching snapping turtles anyway, so... Yeah. Well, I, I brought back a bunch of flint. I'll be damned if I'm not... I'm going to teach myself how to make fucking arrowheads yet. Ooh, yeah. I've been trying off and on for 30 years, and I'm very bad, but I'm going to try again. You have to talk to the stone... Once you figure it out, fucking, I'll pay for the first class, yeah. man. I, I usually do talk to the stone because I usually get little chips of that fucking shit in myself. Fucking sucking piece exactly. of shit. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's usually the kind of talking I do Watch to the stone because it cuts the shit out of you. It's going to end up like the fucking the pink slime from Ghostbusters. You get too much negativity, man. It's going to kill you yeah, in your yeah. sleep. And just shoot one in my eye. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, Cannonball and Heart. Yeah, uh, so backtracking a little, the summer, so the Great Sioux Uprising was 62. 
they did try to go after him in 63. Also, we should point out that uh, it didn't matter which Sioux they were hunting down. It just no. any, like you said, anybody who they saw, they were yeah. guilty. Well, that's the thing is most of the Sioux that solely ended up like chasing and killing, I think, were not involved in that shit at all, right? Not at all. Most were, were, they, were like Hump Papa. Papa. Yeah. yeah. Which they weren't even in Minnesota at that time. Not at all. <laughs> but they're they're not even chasing the right Sioux, I guess is the long and short of it. Gotcha. Uh yeah. So the summer of sixty three, they tried to uh go after him. Mostly it was a failure, but they did um kind of wipe out their camp at uh Whitestone Hill there in uh kind of uh, central east North Dakota there. Right. Um, I've I've never been down there. Have you gone down there ever? No, that's kind of close to Lord's Wilk Town. Oh, I, I have been, I have been there because like my aunt used to live there. Uh, yeah, where the hell is Lawrence Wilk Town show again? This uh, evening is titled "Hit Songs from the Movies," and what could be more appropriate for an opener than "Hooray for Hollywood"? One, two, three, four. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're def, definitely got our finger on the pulse of modern entertainment. That old Lawrence Welk had about. <laughs> Maybe about we should explain who the fuck Lawrence Welk is. It's the happy champagne, the music. It was like uh, he had a Lawrence show. Lawrence Kowalski. Yeah, he he well, he had a TV show for a long time too, where he'd play accordion and have like variety acts. But he, he was like and, a band leader too, and he would have yeah, he's uh, a ba- band leader. Yeah, he would have like yeah. big big bands and swing bands and shit, right? Play a. Uh, Play yep. uh, his radio show, yeah. but he had a pr- pretty hardcore like German accent, so it was like, "Yeah, good to make you happy music with the you know like." Or I don't know if it's German. It basically uh, it sounds it was more Scandinavian. Yeah, it's more yeah. Scandinavian maybe. But yeah, my my parents used to watch that shit religi- religiously when it was on like PBS and stuff. Yeah, I was raised by my grandparents. Man, they fucking were all down with that stuff. Oh yeah, Lawrence Welk out here. I thought we only gave a fuck about him because he's from North Dakota. So I thought no. it was only. Oh wow, you big deal. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the uh, champagne music. Yep. All right. So we're. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the plan was to for uh, to have General Sibley come out of uh, Fort Ridgely there, where they where they had all the uh, Dakota massacres. Come east out of Minnesota. And Sully was going to come up from Iowa and up the Missouri and kind of catch him in a pincer movement. Of course, uh, Sully was too slow on the river because of the low water, and that that year's operation was pretty much a bust. So General John Pope was still in uh, command of all this, and he was another one that got kicked out of the Civil War for fucking it up. (laughs) Got to maintain a certain standard in the Civil War. Yep. So basically, it was uh, just a few raids here and there, and murders by the Sioux, but you know, not in any great numbers. Um, but most of the Sioux tribes now were west of Missouri and kind of camped in that Bismarck kind of central. Area. Yeah. You, you got what I need, but you say he's just a friend, and you say he's just. But they were kind of. Threatening to stop all the river travel, river travel, up there in Missouri. There, river, river. 
Oh, I only had one how, beer. How, I'll how, take that how, beer from you now. How exactly the fuck did they plan on... I don't get that. How the that fuck were they planning like on... That was mostly rumors anyway. Well, I was going to say, how exactly would they pull that shit off? All they have to do is, like, stand around and that would scare Whitey enough. I guess. <laughs> oh, my God, we're on a giant, you know, steamboat. Oh, I see an Indian. Better turn around. <laughs> the fuck? Okay. Or you can well, jump out let's... from behind a tree and scare the crap out of them, and then they'll just crash the boat into a rock or something. Well, they Boom, did a lot of them. crashing on their own anyway. The Missouri's famously full of sandbars and shift. So I could see it would be probably pretty fucking terrifying if you were on, like, a steamship that ran aground, and then you are surrounded by Indians. That yeah. would not be the best. However, <laughs> just saying you could fit a lot of people on a steamboat, too, so I think you'd have a fighting chance, you know. But whatever. I wasn't there. But with uh, with all those rumors, Sully gets one of the bigger uh, collection of men in the whole uh, Indian Wars. Like, thirty four hundred of them just to uh, track down these people that are basically not even there. At least the right <laughs> ones. <laughs> Fucking. Just like uh, you know, the uh, the small town sheriff deputizing the militia to go fight the Antifa super soldiers that are totally coming <laughs> on their George Soros buses. Mm-hmm. You know, they're totally coming after the mall up there. And... So the two forces meet uh, around uh, a casca in South Dakota, wherever the fuck that is. That's June twenty eighth. Uh, the day before they meet, uh, the whole place was hit by a tornado and scattered everything, tents and papers and all that good shit. When you have an actual city, city get hit by a tornado, it's understandable because you're not going to move the city. But you're the fucking cavalry, man. I mean, you would think you'd be kind of immune from that, but okay. <laughs> well, you know. Please, God, tell us if... Give us a sign if we should stop this madness. <laughs> yeah. Well, he must want us to do it. We still have 49 people left. Yeah, yeah. Now help me get my horse out of this tree. <laughs> <laughs> so that sets them back a couple weeks. Uh, July 4th comes. They get drunk, at least. Imagine that. Yeah. Uh, July 7th, uh, Sully picks out a site for uh, a fort. That's the other thing, they, uh, the other part of the mission, too, is they want to build more forts along the Missouri. Uh, I, love, just, I love that shit happens, like, all the time. It's like, hey, you assholes, go march, like, 600 miles out in the middle of nowhere. Cool, now build a fort. <laughs> what? How do, how do we do that? Just build one. <laughs> Here's There's a no shovel and an axe. Yeah, we'll b- build it anyway. <laughs> yep. So they build Fort Rice. Uh, at the mouth of the Cannonball River there, just south of Bismarck. Um, so they, they're they to build, but they also had to wait for supplies uh, coming up the Missouri. Uh, he sends some small boats up the river with some troops, hoping to fight the Sioux in uh, the Powder River country. Of course, they never make it that far. Jesus, yeah, Powder Rivers, that's like Glendive. Yeah. Jesus, yep. that's a ways. How far, how far from where they are would that be? About 200 miles. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Load up in these canoes. 
Go fight the Sioux 200 miles from any kind of backup. Have fun. <laughs> Did you pack a lunch? You got you got your lunch? You got to change your underwear? All right, we'll see you in a year. See you fucking <laughs> <Yes>. never. <laughs> yeah. If you survive the boat ride, we want you to fight some Indians. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cut any wood. That's how the Indians get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they plan to build one out the mouth of the Yellowstone, too, which which they do eventually. Um, well, there's already Fort Union's basically there, too, but that was a civilian fort. Yep. Yeah. July 19th, they take off west, just across uh, overland, and they follow the Cannonball River then. Also, along all this crap from Minnesota comes a wagon train full of civilians Yay. going to the gold fields of Montana, uh, Virginia City. Hey, uh, I was just there. Yeah. That's... That's more like, god damn it, that's a long ways. That's like, what, 700 miles or so. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to this... do that in a car. I just did it in my car. <laughs> yeah, I know, but just imagine on fucking some shitty boat. Uh, well, this and... was on wagons. Oh, yeah. that was, oh, right, right, okay, yeah. You gotta remember, this is what set off uh, Fetterman and all that good stuff just a few years after that. Yeah, right. People trespassing through this territory. Well, imagine uh, that. Yeah. So, uh, July 9th, it took three days to ferry all 500 wagons across the river. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, just across a, the river? Yeah. Yep, <laughs> across the Missouri on a steamship. Holy shit. The steamship uh, charged uh, the immigrants a cord of wood per wagon. 117 what? of them. <laughs> Please have or exact change. Woods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're short a couple logs here, buddy. Look, I mean, man, uh, I was out there. My woodhawks got killed right at the very yeah. end. I, I, they oh, really yeah, can't yeah. go get any more wood. Yeah, the old woodhawk excuse. We get that one all the time. Try something original, God asshole. Damn it. <laughs> uh, oh, I should uh, say too that most of my research came from uh, uh, like a, one of those state history books my mom gave me that she had in high school. So I don't know how politically correct most of this stuff is going to be anyway. So <laughs> probably not. I try to important. try to, <laughs> but we definitely don't get the uh, the native side of things. Oh, imagine uh, that on that. Yeah. Uh, also, a Dutchman in camp had a wolf he captured while he was swimming. Because of course something. he does. Wait, what? Hold on, hold on. What the fuck did you say? He captured a wolf while he was swimming? Like, he was swimming well, or the wolf was swimming? The wolf, well, the wolf was, was swimming. swimming. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And then, so I'm sure he, like, jumped on it, like, crocodile hunter style. Just rode it to shore? And just, yeah, like, stuffed his boot in its mouth or something. Nice and puppy. Slit its throat yeah. with his car keys? No, he wanted it alive so he could oh. have a wolf. Man, you don't just... <laughs> you know. I got my wolf the natural way. Plucked it from the ocean. <laughs> yep. Like oh, he's bounding cool. down, like Kenny gets a a wolf from a Craigslist Indian. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was season three, I think. That was Meet Dakota. I got him from a Craigslist Indian. Is that a real wolf? Purebred. That's what the red man told me. I mean, there's no paperwork or anything because of their goddamn oral traditions, but uh, seems legit to me. Uh, you know, I'm not so sure that this is a good gift for five-year-olds. Well, come on, everyone's a perfect gift for Toby. With my new high-paying television job, I'm not going to be around the house as much as I'd like to be. So it's very important that Toby has a strong male role model so it doesn't turn out weird. Coda's going to serve as a spirit guide. Hey, 
Watch yourself, motherfucker. So they start finding uh, signs of uh, the suit. Also, we got to remember it was uh, July, so it was bitch-ass hot, probably 110 degrees. Oh, God. Um, then they finally reach the, the Heart River overland there on July uh, 25th. Um, he does see signs of them, so Sully guessed that the, uh, the Sioux were two days ahead of him. So he sends a force to catch up with them, and only took a week's worth of provisions, though. Left all the tents behind. After going 10 miles, uh, captain of the Nebraska scouts came riding back saying that they were all uh, cut to pieces and shot to shit. Really? Sully uh, thought he was drunk, though, and sent him to force to find the truth, find out the truth. <laughs> Guy comes back with, like, an arrow sticking out his neck. Oh, God, we are ambushed. Why are you talking just, like that? You've been drinking some? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got an arrow in my throat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's arrow brand vodka. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the scout did uh, did embellish. They did get into a little skirmish near uh, Young Man's Butte right by Richardson there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Which which my great-grandpappy hauled uh, supplies down from Halliday down there. Oh, goody. Yep. Uh, so they did battle with 30 Sioux and killed three of their ponies and they lost one of their horses so it was a great battle yeah yeah just kind of <laughs> killing each other's pets <laughs> yep. shoot my horse shoot your horse yeah take that all right we're good go now was it you say that it was a group of how many soldiers versus well, this, 30 these were uh that i don't have but it probably wasn't all 3,400 of them, but pretty close. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, they're really bad at their job. Yeah, no shit. And yeah, they lost a horse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're fighting natives like you're going to lose a horse. That's yeah, just, yeah. That's how it works. That's kind of the outset of every battle. You're going to lose half your horses every time. <laughs> um, all right. So in proper white man uh, form, they march all day in battle formation, single file. <laughs> had a fireless camp, go to bed without. Uh, then uh, scouts were spooked and imagine or the 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 night watch, and of course they're just firing into the night and keeping yeah. them from sleeping. <laughs> Would you? I heard and it's still 100, <laughs> 110 degrees. Uh. Every time an owl hoots, they like fire off of howitzer. <laughs> Wait, it's just fucking uh uh, oh, what's his name? Barney Fife. Yeah. Every time he hears a noise. Yeah, except Barney Fife only had one bullet. Yeah. These guys apparently had plenty if they're shooting hundreds of rounds into three guys. Yeah. So this is where shit starts to happen, though. Okay. Uh, do you want to take a quick break and come back after this? Sure, let's only get a beer. Yeah, I'm going to run down the store and get a beer. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, come one, come all, to witness Ringgold's flying artilleries. Watch them go up, watch them come down, watch a man's body turn into a paste. Stick around after the show to play Dodge the Cannonball, and everybody's favorite event, the Mule Cannon Mud Bog. See these jackasses pull a cannon a quarter mile through the muck and the mire. 
wedding begins at 7 o'clock. Kids and elderly not allowed after 8 p.m. 10 cents for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Yeah. Get that one. Claws. No, I got Voodoo Ranger. So this will get me there quick. Then I'll chase it with like three white claws. Yeah. Be fucking to keep me white, there. White girl wasted here in half an hour. <laughs> uh, I got one Olympia left, and then I gotta have Keystone because I bought a 15 pack of Keystone while I was in North Dakota. And didn't oh, you were talking about Keystone Light. I was making a joke. Yeah. I thought you had some kind of thing that was just called a Keystone. Nope. Keystone Wasn't that Light. the that was the beer company that had the commercials that did like bitter beer. Face and they had the guy yeah, doing the crazy looking face. Yeah. Drink Keystone, America's least bitter beer, so there's never a And for some reason they come in fifteen packs. What? <clears throat> yeah, this was a fifteen pack. That's some kind of hot dog, hot dog bun fucking I, I bullshit. Don't fucking know. Fifteen the... pack of beer? What's the box look like? I don't know. I I threw it away all I put it all in the cooler when I bought it. I bought these to go out to the lake with. And when I was in North Dakota and I did yeah. not drinking any of them, but it's it looks like a slightly bigger twelve pack. Weird, because it, it in my yeah, head I'm I'm imagining a sixteen like a, pack with just a square notch taken out of it where there would yeah, normally be like a sixteenth beer. Oh, I thought you were picturing like a trapezoid or some shit, but it's neither of those. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't understand. All I know, all I know is it was che- <laughs> it was cheaper than a twelve pack of uh, PBR. So For I got a it. fifteen pack at Keystone Light. That's <laughs> yep. fucking weird. Well, I guess uh, it's just half a 30. We got the 30-pack of Red Dog when we were over there, right? Right. So it's like a half of one of those, I guess. Right. But, well, my thing was I knew I was going up to hang out with 70-year-old dudes, and they don't, you know, I drink my watery piss beer, and I know they'd have, like, shit I don't want to drink, basically. Yeah. So I picked up some watery piss beer, but then, as it turns out, I just drank a bunch of rum and Cokes anyway. Hey, all right. So, yeah. All right. So. With a fish the... head garnish. Yeah. <laughs> Where, where the fuck were you, Will? July uh, 28th. Okay. 1864. Okay. So uh, this is after they have their little run-in at Richerton there. Uh-huh. So they are going overland and not anywhere near uh, the Hart River there. No. So they're following their uh, the signs of the Sioux there. So they wake up at 3 and start their march. Uh, at 10 a.m., the scouts come back with word that there's a huge-ass Sioux camp, uh, 1,800 lodges, and about 6,000 warriors. Of course, that's probably a little bit... That's uh, they're probably overselling it. Fish story. I, I came across this shit a lot, both in my travels and, uh, and in like studying up for this episode. Sully... Especially Sully was so full of shit when he was like uh, estimating numbers of who he is going to have to fight. He's like, "Oh yeah, you know there might be like fifteen hundred lodges, but you figure there's only one to two adult males in there in any given lodge because it's a family basically unit in a lodge, right? So you know, fifteen hundred lodges. That's what at maximum three thousand dudes." According to Sully, yeah, but no, it'd be more like, you know, literally like 1,500 dudes. Really. Gotcha. Yeah. Because not every well, he lodge... said it was He said it was 6,000 people, which oh, that, yeah. that's some straight up, there was a, we were but 300 men yeah, against yeah, well, an army of 6,000. Yeah, except for Sully, like we said, has what, like three, 4,000 guys? Something like that? 3,500 3,500, yeah. 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, yeah. So it's okay. probably... 
Probably even, or or if it wasn't even, like the natives had way less people. Well, it, it was it was even if you counted every man, woman, and child in the fucking right. You Which know, you know, fucking they do. Whitey did because yeah. they fucking iced all of us. Yeah. <laughs> no holds barred. Yeah, yeah, we'll show these toddlers. So all right. this is a coalition of uh, the Hunka Papas, Sansarks, Blackfeets. Not the Blackfeet, Blackfeets, the uh, Blackfeet Sioux. Many Kanjus, oh. Yanktonis, and Santi, and of those, basically just what the many Kanjus, Yanktonis, and Santi were actually from Minnesota. Yep. Um, so they are ready for battle. They like, form a square. Uh, this is the soldiers. Form the a soldiers form a square, uh, about a mile and, and a quarter long in all four directions there. The Sioux are just kind of sitting there waiting for him. This is at Kildur Mountain. Or Tahakatui. I'm sure I pronounced that right. Uh, Yeah. Tahakau. Yeah, I I don't fucking know. I'm not going to butcher somebody's language. I thought you were having a fucking aneurysm. (laughs) Hong Kong Fui. But, uh, yeah, Battle of Kildeer Mountain. And one thing that I didn't realize until, like, reading the little... They got a little plaque outside of Kildeer. Like, Kildeer's kind of known as, like, a cowboy town. It's, like, north of Dickinson. Um, And, you know, we have the little birds out there called... Everybody calls Kildeer. They're like a plover, but they make a... Their call kind of sounds like it's going, Kildeer, Kildeer. That's why they're called that? Yeah, because... Uh, but I thought Kildeer was named after them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, apparently, no, it's named that because the Indian word means the place where you kill deer. Oh, okay. So, I mean, either one makes sense because there's a shitload of those little fucking birds around up there. And there's, you go up there and kill deer. So, either sure. way. But... <laughs> you, uh, you, you, either you, one is correct. You show yep. up there, you show up there as a vegan and then a bird lands in your shoulder and says, kill deer, kill deer, kill deer. Kill. And then yeah. the, the bloodlust yeah. takes hold. Kildeer are fucking crazy, man, because they like they like lay their eggs in the open, kind of, and they're the ones that they're the ones that you see on like nature shows that if you get close to their babies, the babies are camouflage, and the adults will start acting like they have a broken wing to try oh, to yeah. like, lure you away. Totally. Yeah, and they, they, they're yeah they're kind of fun to fuck with, like really. Whoa. Like, yeah, that's a, some fucking playing possum shit, man. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, those are cool little birds. I'm but, imagining like a little a little chickadee that just like can pick up a male, like, adult deer and just fly off with it. <laughs> Drop it from, from like, you know, 8,000 feet and then just eat the carcass. That'd be fucking awesome. Yep. I don't know about the closest thing. Well, I mean, eagles eagles do that. The golden eagles will do that to young deer. Or have you heard of the parrots? Uh, what are they? The parrots that do that shit to sheep. Or they kind of just what? eat the sheep's, they eat the sheep's ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the it's sheep like... has to pay for it afterward because nobody <laughs> no. does that shit for free. <laughs> No, it's like, uh, where the hell is it? It's like uh, in, uh, what you call, uh, uh, Kiwi, you know, Kiwi land out there oh. in New Zealand. Yeah. Up in the mountains, they have these parrots uh, called Kias, and they're like brown kind of parrots. It's the size oh, of a two-door yeah. car. And, and, and they eat flesh. And apparently, you know, they can't kill a sheep outright, but they'll just uh. like land on it and start eating it. It's While ass. it's alive? Well, sheep aren't super great at defending themselves, so it's just kind of... <laughs> Oh yeah, God. I'll see if I can find a picture of that gruesome process, or maybe maybe if we're real lucky, YouTube might have a video for you. Oh, we can share that shit out. Uh, yeah. I also want to find the picture of the fucking the. I think it's a bald eagle, just like covered in blood, like gorging on a dead fucking deer carcass. That's a good one too. That's 
America symbol. Oh, yeah. America. All right. Yeah. One time huh. I had to shoo a bald eagle away from a baby seal. It's like, don't fucking eat that thing, goddamn wow. symbol of America. Can't you read, you fucking bald eagle? It says, don't touch the baby seals right here on this plaque. All right. Yeah. On YouTube, they have, par- uh, it says, parrot Kia, killer sheep. Parrots brutally killing sheep. Most intelligent and cruel parrot. Cool or cruel? Cruel. Oh, okay. Right now, I'm watching a Kia just pulling shit out of a garbage can. And it's standing on a snowboard, it looks like. Now it's eating somebody's toque. <laughs> <laughs> now it's snowboarding. Now it's fucking. It, now it's fucking snow off a roof. Now it's eating the weather stripping on a car windshield. Now fucking it has Jesus glowing Christ. red eyes and it's lurching through the snow. Holy shit! Yeah, they're like all like kind of advancing like a T Rex through the snow with like red eyes. Now Does it look like a like a toucan or something? No, it looks like a parrot, like a brown parrot. They got okay. like orange underneath their wings, but oh man! All right, you gotta, you got It's gotta yeah, go up. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if it's in English or what, but because I'm not getting any sound from it. But <laughs> well, this is disturbing because it's all night vision footage of yep, this parrot's just on the sheep's ass and he's just gnawing away at it. Why is that? Out. Just because it's the fleshiest part and they can't really defend well, he, back right there. Right now, he I, right now he's just kind of pulling wool off of it and Ooh. chewing on its ass. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> oh God! Well, see, I, I had never tried to watch a video of this. I read about it when I was a kid. So when we're talking about killing deer, I thought about that, but I I never guess I never tried to look up video of it, and I'm a uh, fully satisfied yet also fully grossed out by what I just found. So, <laughs> or not so much grossed out, but weirded out. There, oh, it's a little fuck. more a little more creepy and cult looking, especially since I didn't have any sound on. So you're just watching this glowing red eyed parrot like head bobbing along and just jumping on a sheep ass and picking at it. But. <laughs> All right. So wow. Something. Okay, there's tangent number two. All right, moving right <laughs> along. <laughs> so at the time, the Sioux did not have a lot of rifles, mostly bows and arrows. Uh, this uh, a long dog. No, was, it's low, low dog, not long oh, dog. Oh, long dog. Long, not long dog. dog. <laughs> Oh, that was a typo? <laughs> this was a reference to an individual who uh, had a very large penis. <laughs> Almost. Long like, dog silver. Yep. First ind- indigenous pornography actor. <laughs> anyway, what was he doing, Bo? Uh, he thought he'd show the cavalry what's up and like kind of rode within firing distance, taunted their ass. Yep, that's always fun. Hell yeah. Yep. Well, it's like we, we talked about, I think it was the Fetterman fight where, like, Crazy Horse and... Crazy Horse and somebody, like, didn't they, like, moon him? And then, they, like, smoke a pipe? Oh, yeah. No, S- Sitting Bull did a thing where he smoked a pipe while they are getting shot at with somebody. But no, Crazy Horse did some shit like that, too. So I think it's kind of traditional Lakota, like, showing contempt for your enemy by, like, well, I'm not scared of you. I bet it fucking works. I mean, I guarantee every one of the leaders or people in charge of the U.S. Army at the time are like little man syndrome fucking up the ass. Well, the thing is with with Lone Dog, uh, there's no solid... Like, the Indians say he got shot at and didn't get hit, and of course the cavalry says they shot him. We got him. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know which, but uh, the, uh, the the act of defiance was noted by both the Indians and the cavalry. It's, it's been written about by both, Word. but it's unclear whether or not he actually got away with it or he just... 
hey, check it out, hold my beer, and then get shot. That would be kind of a little, like, anticlimactic. So I, I like to think he got away with it. I think he got away with it. I'm going to go with so that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So this is about noon when they find each other, or at least get in firing range. Uh, so it was hot again, and whatever water they could find was alkaline as shit. So yeah, you're drinking it, and you'll be getting the shits in a few hours. Yeah, and if your cows and horses and shit drink it too much, they'll just fucking die. Yeah, that's why you got to give them all acid to balance it out. Yep, pH balance. Well, yep. Uh... Both sides tried to ambush each other and all the, the draws and ups and downs there. Got to mention that oh. this is Kilder Mountain, so it's yeah. it's mountainous for North well, Dakota. I was going to say for <laughs> North Dakota. Well, here's, here's the thing. Yeah, you know, Tony, you, you've been to North Dakota. Yeah. And of course, Will and I grew up there. Um, not not a not a place known for its uh, Alp-like topology. No. Uh, not, you know. So when we say Kilder Mountain, it's... Oh, what the hell is the, even the elevation on that shit? It's it's not very big, like thirty six feet or something. But it is interesting. Probably thirty six hundred. Yeah, it's not even. The other thing that kind of got me out there because I grew up in the northwest, like in like west of Seattle. So I grew up out on the peninsula, Olympic Peninsula, where the yeah. Olympic National Rainforest is. Like when I got out there, I would see signs that say like now entering the fucking whatever, like the the Spencer National Forest, and I'm looking around like. Where the fuck is the forest? There's like a tree every like you know thirty eight feet. Like where the fuck are all the trees? Where's the forest? This is the forest. I'm like, yeah. what? You see what? The, both the trees, man. There's it's the just forest. like four hundred brown trees, just like and barely go, making it. I'm gonna go punch myself in the dick because I just did something I promised I would never do, which is like when we have uh, stand up comedians come to North Dakota every once in a while. Like they used to on their way to like Seattle or like LA the ones that have to drive because they suck and they haven't gotten plane fare yet <laughs> they're kind of building their career they would uh they would stop I think it was like Tuesday nights or Wednesday nights at the travel lodge and they do a comedy show which was kind of cool you know you got to see some like up and comers but every single one of those motherfuckers would make the joke like oh I'm really digging North Dakota I saw your tree today Ha ha ha! You know, yeah, yeah, we get yeah, it. Yeah. There's no trees. Every single fucking comic that came through there. Oh no! Was the old, I'm and, punch you know, myself they, in the dick. Well, they just get like immediately like turned upon by like the, the oil field workers <laughs> and shit like that. I mean, it's not a good tone to set. So gotta, I'm glad I don't have to hear people screaming at their radio or uh, fucking you know iPods or whatever right now. So that's good. Well, you got drunk ass deckhands that are like ass oh, deep yeah. and like they've had about four fucking Long Island iced teas, so they're ready to heckle. And they're scary dudes, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Kildare Mountain. Uh, it, I just looked it up. It was. It is a little bit over three thousand feet in elevation. Um, That's respectable. It's, it's kind of in the middle of a bunch of like softly rolling hills. And the interesting thing about it is, it's made up mostly of limestone. There's a lot of like uh, limestone. It's kind of like whitish rocks that, if you get close enough, you can see like old remnants of seashells and shit in there because it's part of like it used to be un like very far under salt water when the when uh you know the uh U the american continent was kind of split up the middle by a big inland sea uh during during a lot of the uh, uh mesozoic era yeah and so that's a remnant of that so uh yeah it's, it's also the rocks that uh rock biter from uh, the never ending story loves limestone now i see why you pit this camp no. Oh. 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 oh no! Oh. A delicious.
delicious looking limestone rock. I just watched that again. Uh, while it's while it's still because it's I've been on lockdown for three months, <laughs> kind of run out of shit. Uh, I, while the while the story still holds, like uh, like they need they need to work on their animatronic critters. They're not as I still love it. I think it's great. I still like. They're it. not as believable as I thought they were when I was a kid, though. That's what I like about them. It's like, like a, Fel- it's like a fever dream. Falcor is Fel- like a yeah, dude. No, it, well, that, he's that like wasn't a, a Jim Henson joint. No, that's what I slowly realized. I'm watching like Falcor, and he's like kind of having a seizure. Like one eye is blinking before the other one, and then just like he looks like a Macy's Thanksgiving's Day parade float kind of. <laughs> like yeah, but and then the big wolf thing. Oh yeah, that thing. It's scary that, until it actually comes out of the cave, and you're like, "Oh, it, it's a fucking yeah, it, it, well, stuffed it's a animal." Jack Russell fucking terrier <laughs> yeah. that somebody dyed black. Yeah, but either way, so yeah, okay. The Kill Your Monster. So we're we're talking about a battlefield that's uh, kind of you know broken ground, like higher elevation and stuff. Because yeah, they're that's not the typical battles you'd you'd have out in this kind of area. Usually well, they were it's not used... the yeah, it's not the typical just flat plain that you're right. like and well you're you definitely can see not... people five miles away. Well and you're definitely not pulling off like the cavalry charge. You know what I'm saying? Like that was yep. kind of a hallmark of A the Indians and the cavalry. They use the mobility to you know, basically the Indians like shoot at you and then ride away faster than you because they don't have saddles, they don't have all the heavy shit on their horses. So they kinda like shoot you a few times and then they run and then you try to chase them and then your horse gets tired and they come back and fuck with you again and that's kind of the way they'd um, they'd say one step ahead of the cavalry in most cases which is why the cavalry usually when they got a decisive battle battle quotation marks very heavily it's when they attacked a camp because right. nobody could run away <laughs> at so, first thing in the morning <laughs> yeah yeah when everybody's sleeping yeah <clears throat> but yeah go ahead yeah, but uh, so the sewers mostly staying out of rifle range. They kind of charge and then drop back. Uh, well, like, they charge and drop back because, like, Sully, by all accounts, is actually fucking them up with that howitzer pretty good, too. Yeah, so and he, who's in charge of the howitzer is Nathaniel Pope, General Pope's nephew. Oh, cool. <laughs> and he aims Nepotite. it at the women and children watching from the village, <laughs> which is nice. Uh, right here, parks, parks and Rec, just all the fucked up murals they have with the Wamapoke Indians versus Pawnee settlers. This is called the Trial of Chief Wamapo. It was painted in 1936, and this is Chief Wamapo, and he was convicted of crimes against the soldiers. I am always amazed at his quiet dignity right before he's killed by a cannonball. This one's called War Atrocities in the Morning. Yeah. <laughs> War Atrocities in the Morning. Yeah. With Will and Bo. <laughs> Stinky and the Badger. <laughs> yep. Uh, but at the same time, 500 warriors come up from the rear, like that uh, parrot you're talking about. Yep. They tried to attack the, the, uh, the baggage train. Or I, that's probably yeah. not the right word for it, but yeah, it, it kind of yeah, I've heard it called the baggage train. It's raided, it, but they were driven back. So okay. it was clear that the Sioux weren't going to attack directly, like you know they should just come run into our bullets, please. Yeah, that's what Sully well, was thinking a, anyway. They had this unfortunate habit of never doing that, even though as hard as the cavalry just wanted them to just do frontal assaults all the time. 
The fucking damn Indians just would not cooperate with running directly into the muzzles of the guns. I don't know what the hell, you know. Come I mean, on, they, single file, but yeah, in a straight yeah. line, just come walking towards <laughs> us. Maybe they should have just went and talked to them and had a meeting and been like, hey, guys, really help us out if you just did this. Yeah, yeah. Well. And then realize you know, that they're just people and we don't need to fucking murder all of them. Well, you know, yeah. one, one could hope, but that's sadly not the way this plays out. Uh, so Sully does send a real cavalry charge this time. Does manage to kill about 27 Sioux and drive them to kind of the base of the hill there and uh, at the mountain. Uh, eight soldiers were wounded. Uh, a scout that was called the Kit Carson of the Northwest, because at this time, North Dakota is the Northwest, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> His name was George Northrop. He was killed. He was popular with the troops, though, and he was held captive by the Sioux five years earlier. Uh, and another guy caught a bullet between the eyes. Those are the only two fatalities for the soldiers for right now, anyway. Oh, shit. So now the Sioux are in the trees and the rocks and are well hidden and are not coming out. Uh, Once again, so it's how, kind of dangerous how, to go in. How dare they fight like clever people? Yeah. So now Sully is just shelling the Cheers. shit out of everybody. And uh, mostly out of the village, so... Well, yeah, it's a lot easier to hit teepees and dogs and shit than it is to hit guys in the rocks. As we learned from the Modoc War episode. Oh, yes. So the Sioux broke and ran up the hills and ravines. About 6 p.m., some 300 warriors appear on the hill to draw their fire, letting all the women and children escape across the mountain. Uh, they kill 12 more warriors, and then it gets dark. So that's kind of the end of the day there. Yep. Oh, got dark. Time to stop fighting. Yeah. Yep. Make, a make a campfire. Ah, so no, the beans. The, the suit that claimed they lost 31. Sully said he got between 100 and 150. Yeah. Of course he did. Well, Sully's full of shit, but sure. The yep. fish was this big. Exactly. <laughs> The army camps at the base of the mountain that night, and they finally found some drinkable water at about 10 p.m. So that's almost 12 hours of not really having anything to drink. <laughs> and it's, fuck, it's fucking degrees. August, yeah, July. <laughs> at 4 a.m. July 29th, he takes off again towards the northwest. Uh... After about five miles, he comes to the Badlands, or at least the beginning of the Badlands. Well, before before Missouri. that, remember, like you know, they halt for the night, and what do they do first thing in the morning? Oh yes, they <laughs> kill uh, close to three thousand dogs. What? Yep. Like when so the that's Sioux the left, thing the Sioux left. Oh, they were, they were well, the well, natives' the, dogs. Okay. Well, the, the yeah. Sioux had to leave in a hurry. Okay, so like a lot of teepees and shit kind of got half taken down and a lot left. Um, so they they also, okay, is you know, this is the time of year when the sewer are like getting their supplies ready for winter. So they had tons and tons of buffalo meat that was just sitting out there. Oh, man. Okay, so they lost all that, which I think the army burned because fuck eating it. You know, who wants buffalo yeah, jerky? Uh, whatever, dude. Yeah, they, they don't, it's not like they got to feed a fucking army. Well, we'll get, we'll get to knows. that here in a second but yeah and then uh yeah, up to yeah up to three thousand dogs which were shot so i thought i thought they were wandering around and found like the biggest humane society in the world and just burned it down just, or some shit 
Uh, just a fucking herd of dogs, much like, you know, when you talk about the buffalo herds that you can ride from dawn to dusk. <laughs> yeah. It's just all, like, fucking cockapoos and, like, <laughs> pugs and shit. Labradoodles like, and, yep. you know. <laughs> I just, like, does it say how they did it? I want to know if this, they, is, if this is another shot. The shit says they shot them. Shot him. So, so apparently they had a lot more ammo that. than some of these other guys. Yeah, right. No, I well, imagine it was like what? What was the episode where he fucking bayoneted the fifty well, goddamn mules that I bring up every episode? That's, that's fucking, every episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what they call Tuesday in the old west. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, gotta go bayonet the mules. On but the no, sixth was, day, he bayoneted seven thousand mules. That was mainly the, di- the dickhead uh, fighting parson there. Old, oh uh, yeah, fucking shiving, shiving, shiving tin. That's right. Because his name That's, sounds like his last name sounds like he's stabbing a bunch of shit. I almost bought a book about him when the I was Shiv out Fedora, was named after. but I uh, read the prelog. Like basically, the guy who wrote it was definitely very pro Shivington. Oh Jesus! And once again, it was a book from like the fifties or something. Of course, it's like oh, he's so misunderstood. <laughs> you know, he had a he had a good reason for having his men wear vagina hat bands. Oh and, Jesus you know, Christ! If you haven't heard yeah. that one, what, what do we name that episode? What is it? The Sand, Sand Creek. Creek Massacre. Oh, Sand Creek Massacre. That one fucking broke this, me. And that was like the darkest. six six or seven episodes into the whole fucking show, period. Like, <laughs> I didn't know anything about any. I still don't, but I knew way less. It's... Fuck. But now, now you're starting to catch all the themes. You know, there's like totally, yeah. themes that pop up. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> but so, yeah, instead of banning a bunch of mules this time, we just shot 3,000 dogs. Okay, and then uh, there was Progress. a few. Uh, there was a few Sioux left, like some of the old and sick, and uh, some sm- children that were too small to go. Well, uh, the the soldiers didn't want to kill them, so the uh, we had some uh, uh, Winnebago scouts, like the Winnebago mm-hmm. tribe. Not like not like a scout. Like Whoa. that's a giant. Wait a army. second! Wait a second! It's a fucking that's a, that was a tribe. The Winnebago Concepts and Engineering Departments developed a multifunctional bathroom. Privacy, I don't even know what the fuck I'm reading. Yeah, RV. I did not know yeah. that. I was, I just yeah. think of the fucking, the you know, recreational yeah. vehicle. So they're named after the tribe. But uh, either way, so the Winnebago scouts took care of the children by uh, bashing their heads in with rifle butts and, uh, you know. Tomahawks. Yep. And Tomahawks. So, so Winnebago, were, were they like a different tribe that hated the Yeah, the they're, from the, they're kind of from the Great Lakes region. Okay. And you know how the Sioux... Um, the Sioux used to kind of be from, or at least part of the Sioux used to be from that area. They were kind of traditional enemies. So they worked for the army. That You, you find that a lot. Like the Crow were pretty famous for like wow. working for the army because they fucking hated the Sioux. This shit never ends. Like like the U.S. government just like finds people that have an automatic disdain for each other and just like feed that disdain and use them against each other kind of. Oh, absolutely. Because the Winnebago, oh, yeah. I'm sure, got fucking iced later by the by white. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like, God well, damn. if you help us, you don't have to go to the res, except for now we're done icing yeah. these people, so off to the res you go. Yeah. Yeah, that that happened continuously. That's just what's going to keep happening. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what the fucking U.S. is good at. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Nits oh, yeah. Ice. Oh, yeah. And, and then also, uh, also, everybody was still jumpy. Uh, so, like, another soldier got killed because uh, guards thought he was an Indian. Yep. So they just sh- shot one of their own guys. Cause <laughs> wow. I'm sure it's real hard to tell apart, you know. <laughs> a dude in a fucking uniform? A blue a blue uniform <laughs> with, like, brass brass fucking buttons and a bunch of, you know, like a fucking kepi, yeah. But whatever. So that was that was basically um, the thing. Uh, what, what I don't get to is, like, uh, they like Will's saying, they, they start to chase him into the Badlands. But uh, 
they were kind of iffy because they were running out of food. Now, uh, what did I just say they burned? Oh, yeah, several tons of fucking buffalo meat. I don't know if they just wouldn't eat it because that's like, you know, bad, like, uh, primitive I, person food or something. I or assume it was what? that. It was like some racist. Sh- it's always racism, so yeah. it's probably that. So they'd rather starve than eat Indian food, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, they so really start to run out when they when they get in. Because now they yeah. go back to their camp on the Hart River, going back southeast. But when they go back west, then they really start to run out of food once they're into the real badlands. Hi, this is Snake Bliskin for Snake Bliskin's Kickin' Stack Oil Elixir and Pink Remover. You know, when I'm busy escaping New York and I need my constitution revitalized, I take me some of my Kickin' Snake Oil. It combines several of the world's deadliest vipers and some of Colombia's finest cocaine, added with a splash of my secret mix of herbs and spices and laudanum. And voila, it's Snake Plissken's kicking snake oil. Heck, it even prevents metro bombs from going off in your heart if you don't rescue the president. Try Snake Plissken's kicking snake oil elixir today. It'll help you escape. Yes, we are, and I'd like to. I really would like to thank all of our ad sponsors for making this show possible. It's fucking yeah. awesome that you guys got our backs and we got yours. <laughs> Buy all this shit because we made we're you the up. same. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, when we let you have a break, there uh, we were talking about. Uh, I think basically Sully's about to try to pr- pursue the Sioux. Into an area known as the Badlands, right? First, well, he tries, and then he realizes that they're the Badlands. Fucking Badlands. (laughs) Which what's what's a good what's one of the popular nicknames for uh, the Badlands that actually General General Sully called it? Like the worst lands. Hell's with the fire pull put out. Yeah, hell with the fire fire put out. Yep. So yeah, not good. He was not optimistic about the prospects of, you know, because 3,500 guys. without the lube. 3,500 3, guys uh, and wagons and all that shit. They're going to have a rough time going through the Badlands. And even the Sioux, I think uh, uh, Makoshika is the is the Lakota word for that. Or Makoshika. Which means like. The, I think the, it also means Badlands. Place. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, they, they didn't like it because it's hard to hunt in there. Okay. So to recap, we have. 3,500 troops chasing mm-hmm. about that many or a little bit less natives through the fucking most inhospitable, one of the most inhospitable places in the United States of America. Right. But the natives only have about uh, half as many of that as yeah. uh, our actual fighters, right. if, if that. Because a fucking geologist got iced. Well, maybe, it's maybe also by because, because different Sioux... Uh, uh, had the uprising in Minnesota years before that. Oh, so this is chasing. Oh my God. <laughs> because they wouldn't give them their fucking food that was sitting right yeah. behind them. Remember the guy that did the uh, the really compassionate <sighs> thing and said they can either eat shit or grass. Yeah, remember that guy that yeah. then they. Like, I do remember yeah. that. So that yeah, this is all stemming from that. This shit doesn't change. It just it just yeah. is it. It's happening now, and it's it's just like like. 
you know, gussied up a little bit differently. Yeah, well, it's, it's still BLM fucking happening. The BLM and the Antifa super soldiers are coming to fuck up your mall. Yeah, and and steal your freedom. This shit's cause, still happening because George Soros has a Death Star or some fucking thing. I don't know. I think he he uh, created a serum that makes Antifa super soldiers. Well, in, yeah, out yeah. of anyone that you inject him with, you, you got to have a serum. Fuck. Yeah. All right, let's do. Let's go. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Sully goes back to their camp on the heart where they left the immigrants going to uh, get their gold in Virginia City there. So they cover 66 miles in two days. The immigrants were happy to see him because after spending five days wondering if they're going to get attacked or not, they were happy to see him. (laughs) Uh, Also there, they made something called a Quaker cannon, which is a hollowed out log. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hollowed out log with some iron bands around it, and they used it as improvised cannon, or at least they, they would have tried. They made one of those on Mythbusters one I time. would not want to be around that fucking thing when it goes off. Uh, it actually worked <laughs> I mean, most of the time. They, ha- they had to work pretty hard to blow it up. Uh, once they finally got it like made, I think they finally like wedged a... I think they're shooting like pool balls or... Like, uh, or croquet balls or something out of it. I thought you said cocaine balls. No, (laughs) croquet, croquet, yeah. Most expensive fucking cannon on the known (laughs) demand. No, Uh, like the Mythbusters guys built a log cannon. I I mean, I assume, I assume if the, if the log's fresh, if it's green, probably good, depending on how big around it is. But if you got, you know. It's just the fact that they, like you were saying, they take a bunch of iron banding and put it down the length of it too. And it's like, you know, it's shooting, when when, when we picture cannonballs, I think we picture too much like cartoony ass cannonballs where they're the size of a motherfucking bowling ball. Most cannonballs are not that big. You tell me cartoons lied to me? Somewhat. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I am outraged. You fuck know, you, Captain the, Planet. Like say like a Ringgold's flying artillery or something like that. Somebody you know, some of them are only like six pounders, so picture a six pound ball. Like, it's not that fucking big when make, it's a make a circle metal with ball. both your both your thumbs and both your well, pointer like a fingers. Baseball. Yeah. You know, some, some like baseball, baseball or a softball. So some of them are even billiard ball size. You know, they're pretty small. Yeah. So if you've got a if, a, if you got a tree trunk that's like big around as like a five gallon bucket. Oh, okay. So hole, that's that's what a, I'm saying. Like I was just thinking yeah. about like how big does the tree have to be? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how the you, fuck would you, you carve that out? In I the think fucking, a lot of times they actually in the dark split. ages. Well, I think they'd actually generally split the log. Oh, and then and, and then carve, carve it, out. it out, and that's why you have the bands on there uh, makes to sense. hold it back together, kind of. Yeah. But I don't. Know, we should do that some weekend. My uh, my my folks' place have a, a a fucking tractor with a auger on it. We could just hollow some shit out with that big ass auger. Like just make a dirt cannon. Like, yeah. Just kind of put a bunch of black powder in a dirt yeah. hole. Shoot it out the ground and put a bowling ball on top of that and <laughs> yeah, light, light the straight fuse up and, in the air. Light the fuse and run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Sounds great. It's like you know whenever whenever your kids and around archery shit before we were very smart. You know. Shooting arrows oh, straight yes. the fuck up in the air and running away. I remember doing that a few times. <laughs> it's fireworks season. We can get some missile batteries yeah. and yeah, throw that into the mix too. Yeah, you bet. <clears throat> fucking America. All right, so, fuck yeah. So why the fuck did they feel the need to build the log? Or was it the settlers that built the log cannon? Yeah, it was the because the, the army had like re- okay because the army had like real cannons. That's kind of like. Why would you bother? If, I think the settlers were like, "Hey, what's up, man? We're just like you. We got fucking yeah. cannon. We got artillery, man." Yeah, yeah. Fucking cosplayers. 
<laughs> I think they're, uh, you can still see ninja. some, you can still see some of the rifle pits in that, that camp that they had there too. Well, where's uh, that one bite? You said that's north of Kildare or south? No, that's uh, on the Heart River, still quite a bit east, though. I forgot exactly so where it So it's down by, like, Dickin Dickinson or Richardson or some shit? Yeah, I think it's called, like, Sully's uh, Stockade or something. Okay. I, I totally missed that one. I know, you know, I've been to Sully's Creek about a billion times and Sully's Hill and Sully every fucking thing else. But So you said you can see rifle pits still? Yeah. What is yeah. a rifle yep. pit? What do you think a rifle pit is? I don't pit full of rifles. Like a dig a <laughs> dig a trench and then you fill it with guns. I don't fucking know. It's a pit you lay in and shoot your rifle so you don't get shot. It's like oh, a, it's a, it's a fucking it's a, it's a fucking trench. fighting. It's, it's a, a lay down trench. Oh, okay, not really a trench because trench is long and you can stand up. It's what we call modern parlance called a ranger grave. Mm -hmm. It's a little fighting position. It's just enough so you lay on your belly. And shoot with just your little head and your little rifle poking oh, out. Oh, okay. It's 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 what we'd call a hasty fighting position. You said something in the last episode about Lonesome Dove, and I remember like that being on USA Network, I think, and I fucking hated it so much. That show was when fucking I was a kid. dope. When I was a Fuck kid, I fucking you, hated it. But I I looked up. Uh, I was trying to shove some uh, some uh, uh, samples into the last episode of Lonesome Dove with the blue duck, and yeah. like I I got the. Yeah, there was like a scene where Blue Duck gets killed, and they were in one of those. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I just didn't know it had a name. Look at that. Is he shooting at us? Now? He can't hit nobody from there. He's just wasting his bullets. Maybe an old man like you can use a better target. Oh, they were, okay, they were that, like, they were like, that laying. wasn't Blue Duck getting killed. I know what you're talking about. That, that part's dope as fuck because, like, that's when Gus, like, stabs his horse and he uses it as a fork, I don't know, one guy's like, kind of the, the, the one guy's like dancing around, like, yeah, come get that's me. Not Blue Duck. That's, Blue Duck's, that's Blue Duck's dudes. Oh, okay. And that one dude had a Sharps Buffalo gun, like we were talking about Adobe Walls. Quickly down under, yeah. And in fact, in Lots of Dove, they go to Adobe Walls, too, where they, when he gets the hooker back from Blue Duck, they go and stay at Adobe Walls. All right. Well, maybe I'll use that sample for you this fucking episode. Fucking, you should watch that show. Oh, it's it's so boring. It's a bunch just of people, every, like, dying from... constantly, just dying all the fucking That's time. Fine. But, like, you know, with fucking, you know, boring-ass guns and hatchets. And Robert like, Duvall and Tommy I'm, Lee Jones, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this again. I told you this last night about, uh, uh, what's the fucking show I don't wa I never watched, uh, Fucking Ghostbusters. No, no, Owl. no. The the you the the HBO show. Oh, Deadwood. Dead. No, not Deadwood. I didn't watch that either. But uh, the fucking Middle G Earth one. Game, Game, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. So like, my brain is so stupid. Like, I don't. I'm not really into Game of Thrones. It doesn't like enthrall me at all. But like, if it took place in space, I'd be down 100. percent Because they'd have like laser guns and some robot friends and fucking That's fast had a leprechaun flying. too. Yeah. Nope. Oh, Leprechaun this, in Space is the best one. Well, Lonesome, <laughs> Lonesome Dove, hands Lonesome down. Dove, they have gun guns and drunk Irish guys. That's that what I'm saying. It's, it's all the same storylines and plot lines and same shit happens, but, you know, you get, like, weird know, aliens and stuff. get bit by a snake in your face, the guy gets bit. 
Oh, I almost didn't do this. This reminds me. I, I, I'm not a big fan of Hill Street Blues or like any of those fucking cop drama bullshit, but I found a show that was made in England in like the ni- mid-90s, like 1994 or five or something. Uh, and I had never seen it before until I found it like a year ago. It is called... And this, is, this, this is my this is my wreck for this episode. It's not a movie. It's a fucking TV show, and I think it's on Amazon Prime. Um, but you can tour in it super easy. It had one season. It got canceled. It is called Space Precinct 2040, and it's like one of all of those shitty cop shows, but in space, and it's fucking all fantastic. Right. All the aliens <laughs> look like they have Down syndrome because their eyes are like fucking ten feet apart. <laughs> Everything's fucked up, dude. It's crazy. That's and just being English. What? <laughs> Well, uh, it's one of the first episodes. It might be the very first episode is about a pizza delivery guy, you know, in space that is like delivering like drugs and shit to people. And so they got to track him down. And the pizza delivery guy is played by. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to forget his fucking name. Uh, Idris Alba. Really? And it was, I looked it up on IMDb. It's the first thing he was ever credited in on IMDb. Holy shit. Yes. Wow. Fucking rad. Now I think about it, you know, I like I always think of Idris Elba as kind of being a serious actor, but now I think about it, I've seen him in some pretty ridiculous shit. Oh yeah. No. Like he, he was on the fucking office and he's like He's actually yeah. he's actually rad and really campy shitty stuff. He's fucking really yeah. good. But Space nice. Precinct twenty forty. And if you come to my bar, you will you probably already have seen it and you might not even know it. I think I've seen it in bits and pieces yeah. without the sound on, though. Yeah, it's. I mean, it doesn't need the sound. It's mostly the visual shit's good. The writing's pretty funny, just oh, because yeah. it's it's trying to be like Hill Street Blues, but like, but like with ridiculous rubber costumes and masks and shit. Well, it's do they awesome. have? Do the aliens have English accents? Because some funny. of them do. Some have American accents. The main guy is a the the main protagonist is a dude. That, I think the the whole fucking show, like the intro. I'll just play the intro. Like right now, it's gonna play. Uh, but while it's playing, uh, the the guy's just like he's like, uh, my name's fucking. The name's Brogan, Lieutenant Brogan. For Twenty years I was with the NYPD. Now, well, let's just say I've transferred to another precinct. And then it's you know he's in space at a space station. Okay, it's great. Okay. And that's my wreck for today. All right, so where the fuck were we? The, <laughs> fuck the, if I know. Now where the, I'm at. <laughs> the sewer and space. Oh, we were talking oh, about the, the fucking sh- the uh, rifle, rifle. Rifle pits. Rifle pits. You can yeah. still see the rifle pits. Yep. Go now, see them. Rifle pits are also like when you eat a rifle, it's what's left over. It's the seed that forms. Oh, it's also yeah, what I used to call right. my bass player on tour. I'm like, your fucking armpits are going to kill me, dude. Put on some, take a shower. <laughs> rifle pits, like, pew, 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 pew. Just firing little yeah. nuggets of stink at everybody. Oh, yeah, just those little, like, uh, dingleberries of, like, uh, pit stick they form. Those Jesus are cannonballs Christ. of crack. Right. Tangent number f- 15. Okay. So, uh, okay, we met. we met back up with the... Oh, this whole thing started because we were talking about the wood cannons. Yeah. So they got up and there and right saw that the settlers had, like, homemade cannons. They're, like, cool. Bro. So after like. marching 66 miles in 110-degree heat, the troops want to go back to Fort Rice, even though that's still not actually a fort yet, but it's a But it sounds like food, fort. and that's what they're looking for, so. Yep. Uh, Sully promised he had to get these uh, assholes to Montana to... 
dig some gold and establish a fort on Yellowstone and uh, kill all these Sioux that had absolutely nothing to do with whatever they did so he's got two a, years ago. Quite a to-do list, really. Mm-hmm. They got to get these sodbusters out there. I guess they wouldn't be sodbusters if they're going to go buy gold, but yeah. All right, so. Sod. So there they find a Blackfoot, uh, Blackfoot Sioux. A Blackfoot? Blackfoot. Just became a French all this Canadian. <laughs> a Blackfoot Sioux lad, a uh, possible half-breed. That, that's where my mom's 1950s uh, book comes in. Oh, uh, sounds like he it. He also uh, scouted for Custer, I guess. So they, instead of going back up north, they travel west. Uh, uh, the, uh, yes, the Hart River. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> that river so is named after the band, right? Yeah. yeah. Barracudas. There's barracudas in there. I don't know if you know. No, there's not. There's barbed wire. <laughs> carp. Actually, t- t- Tony. What? Tony, the Heart River, uh, you know on the way out to my folks' house, that bridge you cross? Yeah. That's Heart River. Oh, shit. It's like almost yeah. on their property, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep, so that gives you a little context. Cool. Not, not exactly a huge raging... It's not the Columbia by any stretch or anything, no. you know. Yeah. And then you said they went to fucking Gladstone? They camped no. at Gladstone and South Art. Ooh, South Art. Shout out Gladstone. That's, South Art. that's where my grandpappy, uh, my dad's uh, family uh, homesteaded. Yeah, the step-grandpa, Louie, was down there in South Art. That's how you say it, Tony. It's it's not, not South, South Art. Art. South, South Art. Art. Sound art. Okay. Uh, so after that, they come to the Painted Canyon, where it's, if you're driving wrong uh, I-90, you can take a piss right there. Oh, super Tony. cool. I remember that shit. Yeah, I was going to say, Tony's definitely been there. Yeah. See all these little weird, like, towers that come up they're, that look like roast beef sandwiches, kind of? They're called buttes and hoodoos, but mostly buttes. Hoodoo? Uh, Sully yeah. calls it grand, Hoodoo. dismal, and majestic. This is August fifth. It is really this pretty. Is I got so a dis- dismal and majestic. I actually I have a picture of a like a some middle aged woman that was obviously on a road trip uh, at the same viewpoint that we were at, and she had her little tiny fucking pomeranian like sitting up on the ledge, like the you know the the like <laughs> yeah, the, the gut wall. the gut height wall or whatever, and she's like taking pictures of her dog in front of the fucking canyon. It was cool. Too bad an eagle didn't come fucking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it was Alaska, it would definitely be gone. <laughs> yep. Yep. Little kill deer bird just picks up the dog and flies off. Yeah. <laughs> kill deer! Kill deer! Fucking. <laughs> yeah. So by August 7th, uh, they come to the Little Missouri. Which is Medora, which you've also been to, Tony. Little Missouri! And it's all- and, and, like, you know, that's where the bears dress up and attack you on the train pad, and, like, you know, and the... And <laughs> I just the, imagine, um, the, the, I don't think the bears dress up. I think somebody dresses the bears up. Well, I like yeah. to imagine, well, like, let me go into my changing room, get dressed. Did you clock well, in I, yet? No, I didn't <laughs> clock in yet. I know we don't get paid for dressing time. All right, asshole? Long, be out there for, in a second. For, for a long time, I like to think of them just wearing kind of Paddington hats and, like, peacoats. Yep. But, but now I prefer to think they're dressed up like Laura Ingalls Wilder, like with the bonnets. Because <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that would be much more funny. 
kind of like some Little Red Riding Hood shit happening. But yeah. That is one of the most pervious songs out there. Is Little Red Riding Hood. Oh yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's so good though. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. That band is fucking badass. It is, but that song's kind of rapey. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Product so, of its time. There, this is the Battle of the Badlands because they Ooh. see some Sioux on the hill tops. They try to drive off some horsies. Uh, that night, some Sioux shouted down in English that they had a lot more warriors than they actually had. <laughs> We're totally going to come fuck you up. There's like. 20,000 of us up here. You just can't see it. Yeah. We got more guys from since last time. <laughs> so you better fuck off. Yep. So they bring up some cannons and rifles, and they're way out of range anyway. Well, that, and if you're down in the middle of a fucking canyon, I mean, how great is a cannon going to do? You know, you're sitting there trying to blow people off hilltops from... Yeah, it's not gonna work good. I, I, I no. guess like it's yeah. Unless they got a canyon just, cannon. I don't know. Do they make such a thing? Can can cannon narrow? Canyon narrow? Canyon narrow? That's good. Now we don't have to play the clip. Yeah, yep. perfect. We got it all. So that night they shoot about three thousand rounds into the darkness. Just to keep away the boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Or, or the Sioux. Yeah. Which the uh, Sioux were probably like, fuck this shit, and like, we're already five miles away. So. Well, the other joke, too, is they are uh, fucking with them, but the main party after the Battle of the Kildare Mountains goes directly north, not northwest like Sully thought. So they're not really chasing the main part of the Sioux. Yeah, because if they would have chased them to the north, I mean, there is a little bit of Badlands to the north, but it's a little flatter. They probably could have caught them, maybe, or more likely to catch them than going out fucking west. Oh, man. we I want to find the story of the... Because you know the fucking Sioux had, like, you know, you know a, like 25 kind of younger, like, like tough dudes that were just like you guys go I'm gonna stay here and just totally fuck with these guys heads oh and that's that's Tony you hit the nail on the head that's literally what they were doing yeah a absolutely what they're doing in that's fact awesome. uh, some of the guys that are involved in this uh, I think Gall uh, chief who became Chief Gall was there and Sitting Bull was like what in his mid-20s at that point he had, he wasn't like a war leader or he oh, wasn't shit. like a, a big leader yet but he was kind of a budding war leader and then uh, what's his um it's his cousin, uh, something else, Bull. He's a white bull. I don't know, because we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, yeah, so basically there's some, uh, it's a who's who of the hunk Papa Sioux out here. Awesome, And dude. a lot of these young men were, like, doing exactly what you're saying. They're, like, distracting them and letting the women and kids and old people get away. Well, they're probably, they kind of probably part of the reason why Soli was fucking heading in the wrong direction, too, I, I would assume. Well, that's why. Yeah, they made them sure off. to, exactly. So yeah, that's that's good call. That's exactly what they were doing. All right. So Will, where where we at? So now we're on uh, August eighth. They leave early that morning. And Day Jerry Garcia the... died. Oh man. Mm -hmm. 
Cherry Garcia. Oh, I thought you were talking about the ice cream. Yeah, the ice cream's dead, bro. So they're coming out of the valley of the uh, the Little Missouri there, and they're getting fire from all the hilltops. Uh, The Blackfoot Sioux guide was shot. That kind of made him delirious and and able to point the way, so now they're fucked. (laughs) It's like, which way do we go? I don't know. I'm (laughs) shot. (laughs) (laughs) So the rear guard burned all, because while they're going through all this broken territory, they are breaking wagons and killing all their played out livestock because they don't want the the Sioux to have them. That's like saying you're like basically your car runs out of gas so you firebomb it. <laughs> well, fuck this thing. <laughs> Get another one. So now it's a four day horror march through the fucking Badlands in the 110 <laughs> degree heat uh, directly west to the Weibo Sydney Trail on the uh, Montana border there. Now they're going cross-country up to the Yellowstone. I guess that's uh, Beaver Creek that they're probably following now, huh? Yeah. So now they're trying to drink all that fetid, shitty-ass water, but they do find some (laughs) berries that help them with their diarrhea anyway. Jesus. The fuck? What kind of magical berries? I mean, there's only, like, three kinds of berries that that could be. Especially... this is still it's July. Gonna be, it's going to be fucking buffalo berries. Yeah. Out there, there ain't no June berries. And well, I mean, there would be choke cherries, but actually, you know what? It probably was choke cherries because they got that, you know how they dry your mouth out and shit? Yeah. That's probably what, but those are fucking gross. Unless you Wait, what are, what the them. fuck are buffalo berries? That sounds like, they're, like dingleberries, but on a buffalo's <laughs> asshole. <laughs> bullberries. No, they're like, they're bullberry. we call them bullberries too, but like, they're uh, these like thorny little bushes. That they get red berries, but the berries are only, they're really sour until they get first frost. I've talked about these before, because you get first frost, and then what you do is you kind of, like, lay a blanket underneath the bush, and then you beat the shit out of the bush with, like, you know, sticks. And the berries all fall into your blanket, because otherwise it's hard to pick, because you squish all the berries. Oh, I see. When they're almost about ready to fall off. Yeah, but they got big, long thorns, too, so you don't want to be in there, like, trying to pick them. Oh wait, is that the is that the is that the bushes or trees where like certain birds like stick their fucking the bugs to the thorns? Yeah, that's where the strikes. strikes Oh, I remember you telling me about that. That's that's crazy. Wait, explain again what the fucking birds do. They just murder grasshoppers and mice and shit, and then they store them by impaling them on thorns or on barbed wire fences. That's some real shit. Take that home with you, everybody. Anyway, so now really now they're running low on on shit. So Sully abandons his uh, orders to build a fort and uh, <laughs> all that other shit. So basically, it's just survival mode right now. Boy, wish somebody hadn't given us the orders to burn, like, I don't know, three tons of buffalo meat. I wonder <laughs> who was the asshole that, you know, it seems like we had a lot of available food here four days ago. Dude, it's over 100 degrees every day? You hang big slabs of that off the side of your fucking wagons while you're rolling? You got beef jerky in like yeah. four days, man. Well, that's the thing is it was already jerked buffalo meat. Oh. That's, what the Sioux were, that's what the Sioux were doing. It. Because they were drying buffalo meat out, out by the... Jerk it to the left, jerk it to the right. So yeah, they already had... It was basically they walked up on like the equivalent of like two semi-truck loads of Jack Link's jerky and just decided it wasn't good enough for them to eat because, you know, and then they burned it. This is why Time Machine will be built. 
so that I can go back in time and slap the shit out of one of those motherfuckers big like, fucking dipshit and load my DeLorean with as much goddamn buffalo jerky as I possibly can and bring it back here. Buffalo jerky. Ooh, that, that'd be a good marketing marketing campaign. You know, Fantosi's, what would you call it, like dry-aged? Like, you know, like, dry-aged. It's only been it's only been it's only been aged, aged for a couple of days, but, but we pulled it through time to fucking bring it to you. <laughs> you know, it's over a century old, but you know, only but yeah. How would you taste like it was dried yesterday? Yeah, we'll yeah. get the marketing people working on that one yeah. right away. Mummified. Yep. So August fifteenth, they finally get to the Yellowstone. Uh, plenty of their mules drown trying to cross it. And also one of the settlers. So they beat us to Fort Union, 35 miles downstream. Which that's where, uh, as we remember, Hugh Glass met his final fate. So this is a fort, a civilian fort that's been there since, what, 1820s-ish? Mm-hmm. So it's well-established, but not a military fort, though. Yeah. Full of Frenchies and Indians and mountain man types. So mm-hmm. fuck it. So no more attacks from the Sioux, but every once in a while they appear on the uh, uh, every once in a while, and they set the fire, uh, set a fire to the woods in front of them just to fucking piss them off even more. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Shortly before the soldiers get there at Fort Union, the Sioux took off with uh, all the horses at Fort Union. Oh yeah. Wait, wait, wait one more time. One more time. So uh, before they get there, the uh, the the Sioux steal all the horses from Fort Union. It just warms well, my heart every fucking time I hear that, like the natives <laughs> steal a fuckload of horses. They're really good at stealing horses. Yeah, like dude. really fucking really skilled at it. I just always well, imagine like four guys stealing like a hundred horses. Kind of sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, uh, that was the thing is, you know, all, all of Sully's horses are all fucking played the fuck out from, once again, wearing heavy tack and yep. like chasing Indians through the Badlands. So he was hoping to maybe, I don't know, go acquire some more horses at Fort Union to continue the, <laughs> the chase. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Well, uh, it's almost like, uh, you know, it's like uh, recent events here in Seattle when you're watching the two cop cars getting burnt. You know, it's like, well, can you even keep your own cop car safe? Yeah, you, I guess you but, fucked up, yeah. man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, but you know, shit, you you left it in a, yeah, you left it in the middle of a, a riot. I guess like that's not great. Yeah, not so not good tactical like, fucking planning. Well, so if you had like marauding Indians and like a running cavalry fight for the the last fucking week, you know, I'm sure somebody told you about that. Maybe put some guards on the horses, or maybe you know do something. Like, yeah, bring them inside. Like, I don't know if they could fit them all inside, but you know, put the club on them. Like, or <laughs> yeah. yeah. So by the time they get to Fort Union, they're also taking the uh, the immigrants along with them too. Uh, those guys, a lot of them, decide to go back east just because. <laughs> Like I'm en- sick of enough, this shit. Enough of this shit. The Rust hire a guide to take him uh, west to Fort Benton, Montana. There. Also, on the way back, they shot a paddlefish in the river. So that's something. Oh, cool! Six foot oh. Long. Wasn't that shit? Wasn't paddlefish on? Uh, that's the one from like uh, River Monsters. 
I don't know about that, but that's the one I, we, we talked about. Oh, them, the screaming uh, goblin fish! I was from just like the first say, episode. It's the, one, it's the ones you said that you say look like they're screaming. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, I know what that fish is. I can't. I don't remember why. <laughs> screaming goblin fish. Screaming goblin fish. Yeah. That that, that definitely sounds like a micro brew. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, screaming, screaming goblin fish. Goblin IPA. fish. Sa- sour ale. Yeah. <laughs> So now they're going back down the Missouri uh, near Newtown or well, it's not a new town back then because the old yeah. town is underwater now. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the big fucking lake, uh, Tony, that I, that I, I figured was it just, out. Sorry. That I was just fishing in. Yeah. Uh, that that like basically the part where they're traveling through is now under like 100 feet of water because we put a dam on the Missouri. And so it's like you can't go to oh, so this the, place anymore. The town they went to is gone now because it's under a fucking. Well, the, the area they lake. went to, New Newtown's a town. It's on it's on the uh, Mandan uh, Pinatsa Rikara Reservation up at uh, what is it Fort Berthold? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, you know, of course, that didn't used to be an Indian reservation in uh, you know in eighteen sixty four. So gotcha. Well, what was the old yet. town's name? I now I forget. Well, Fuck. other than what Mandar, well, Mandarin's still there, but that's no. South. It was a totally different name. It started with oh. ass, but now it's I have piss no me idea. Off. Started no with idea. ass. Ass. Is it just like they ho- built a whole town around a strip club? Ass land. Yeah, baby. It's it's the parrot thing going on again. The, uh. the parrot ass. I'm gonna start calling. That's a good insult. Shut up, parrot ass. Parrot ass. I am a paradise. Thank you. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Paradise last. Wow. Cracker. Polly want a cracker ass. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's something there. Cracker cracker ass cracker. Speaking oh, of the crackers, uh, when they get to that new town area, that's where they find out that the Sioux actually went north instead of uh, northwest. Right. Uh, so now they probably think that they went to Devil's Lake. That's what Sully thought anyway. Except for they didn't. They actually, as far as I know, they kind of like let the cavalry go by and kind of then started going south again, didn't they? Yeah. Because <laughs> I think they're trying to get to the cave hills. Nice. Devil's Lake is also what they call uh, butt sex. Anyways, continue. <laughs> butt sex with, with diarrhea. Or it's the aftermath <laughs> of butt sex when, when there's diarrhea involved. Yeah. It's like what happens on your sheets. So Ugh. even though I got kicked out of Catholic school. What was what's the uh, name of the uh, mascot of the Devil Lakes high school there? Oh, Devil's Blind Spot? The, the oh Satans? no, I know we talked about the this. Satans. The Satans. Devil's Lake Satans. Wait, wait. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. That's good. I mean, but we still have the midgets, so that's yep. something. Yep. I'm I'm about well, you know, they go after that one every once in a while. I'm definitely thinking we're getting close. They're even talking about changing the damn Redskins name finally. Yeah, finally. So holy shit! I think if, if we finally get rid of the Redskins, I well, think there's, uh, the there's the no sports. Might... They have some time to reflect. Finally, or well, it's mostly the, FedEx. It's mostly the, the, well, FedEx is pressuring the dickhead owner to change it too, but he's a dickhead. So what are you gonna do? Yeah. All right. So what 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 time of year is this now, Will? They're getting almost. Uh, this is the end of August. Oh, so they basically okay. wasted the whole year trying to on this wild ass goose chase. Do you know the date? August twenty sixth. Oh, uh, not quite. I know what you're shooting for, but yep. you're not there. What are we shooting for? 
Oh, Tony's birthday is yeah. August. You missed uh, it by 23rd. three days. Third. Oh, you are August twenty third or August twenty fourth? Twenty third. Shot. Uh, Garner's twenty four. Shotzi's twenty fifth. Okay, so this is the end of August. So while while all this Tom Dickery is happening, because they're they're heading back towards Fort Rice kind of now, aren't they? Yep. Okay, while well, this Tom Cockery is fucking going down, um, there's a whole nother uh, 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 cavalry guy doing cavalry shit, like mostly uh, trying to get uh, immigrants out to out to the uh, gold fields of Montana too. And his name is Cap- Captain James L. Fisk. He's from the quarter quartermaster corps, and he's a dumb piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> He is already he's already done a couple like uh, things where he kind of like uh, drug people out to I think he just drug them to Fort Union and then said you're on your own, but he's done it successfully a couple times on like a shoestring budget. So even though he's kind of like I don't know he doesn't really have any overwatching like he's got nobody in charge of him and he kind of does does whatever the fuck he wants and he's not super popular with the uh, with the brass, but uh, he convinces him to let him like lead another. Uh, Expedition. His idea was he was going to meet up with Sully at Fort Rice, right? But Sully happened to be out fighting the Sioux when he got to Fort Rice, and so uh, you know he had a, a wagon train full of uh, uh, immigrants and shit, and he decided he wasn't going to wait for Sully to come back. So they just take off like across the Dakota Plains, and they don't stick to the path they were supposed to be on. They just decide they're going to blaze a whole new trail. You know, without telling anybody, I'm just gonna fuck off and just go. Uh, so they end up going kind of south towards, uh, uh, you know, uh, currently where uh, Bowman and uh, uh, Ram and Marmoth and all that shit is. They're heading towards that way in the extreme southwest corner. And so the Sioux that Sully has just chased out of the Badlands and then uh, wasn't able to pursue anymore. They're kind of like re-coalescing. They're kind of like uh, getting their shit back together. And they're super, super duper pissed because they just had all their winter food burned and all their 3,000 dogs shot and like everything's fucked. So they're kind of on their way back to, uh, uh, they're trying to go to the Black Hills, which that's a ways away, but they want to go to the Cave Hills first, which is in uh, northern South Dakota because they want to hide in the caves in case the cavalry comes because they can fight, you know, kind of Modoc style from that if they need to. But so, uh, Sitting Bull and a group of other dudes uh, sees this dipshit uh, Fisk's uh, wagon train. They know it's out there and they kind of want some payback. And so they kind of follow them along for a while. And uh, they're crossing a, a creek and like one of the wagons overturns in the creek. And most of the wagon train keeps going, but another one stays behind to, to fix the wagon. And uh, Fisk doesn't have any real, like, soldiers with him. Like, they're real soldiers, but they're all sick, lame, and lazy. They're, like, guys from the motherfucking uh, convalescent thing because they wouldn't give them any, like, good soldiers. They just gave them, like, fucked-up ones. And they were, uh, what do they call them, like, um... They were called galvani- galvanized Yankees because they were all... They were, they were fucking southern troops that had been captured during the Civil War and told they could either go to prison or join the... Union Army. Is that what the coalescence thing you were just you just said was? The coalescence? Or whatever the fuck you just said. The convalescence. Convalescence, that's so, the word. Convalescence. Okay. That, it was guys that either, you know, they probably had chlamydia or they had a broken hand or Everybody like... Everybody you know, had chlamydia. Gotcha. They were, they, they were in, in sick call, basically. So that's the only guys they could spare from Fort Rice to send. Why these, are you so here? 
Because the worst of the worst of the worst, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Because all the gotcha. good soldiers are out fighting and yep. we're lame. So. Okay, cool. Okay, so um, the band of Sioux comes across these two wagons and massacre the living dog shit out of them. Uh, a couple of guys do survive the night, but I mean, they, they fucking kill almost everybody, but they hear all this commotion going on at the head of the wagon train. And this uh, one of the scouts, uh, Diltz, Corporal Jefferson Diltz, uh, rides out there to see what the fuck is going on with a few other, he has a couple other guys with him and sees this massacring happening and just goes buck wild and attacks the Sioux basically hand to hand like fires a couple shots and then apparently like he got close enough to basically where he got his throat partially cut and he comes back to the wagon train with arrows hanging on him and his throat partially cut and dies later that night and they're like yeah he's probably drunk I don't think that actually happened no this time they were they were pretty uh they were pretty on top of it because uh all the um all the civilians that were traveling with the army there's a quote somewhere uh from uh I don't have it off. Oh, but Mr. Larned. Uh, Mr. William what? L. Larned. Larned? Like, yeah, like learned. Like I went to schools. E. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> He's a learned man. Jesus. But uh, he, he was kind of instrumental to the defense along with the uh, other civilians because the army guys were fucking useless because like, oh, I've got a sprained ankle and they were drunk constantly. Uh, I have a quote uh, that I saved on my phone that I took a picture of and it's to the effect that like, being drunk is probably he, the only way they could keep these motherfuckers in the military, man. Well, yeah. Half the time. I mean, but the problem is you're the soldiers. You're supposed to be the security, and they're just getting all fucked up. Let me just find that quote real quick. <laughs> I've actually got pictures of Mr. and Mrs. Larned that I took from the Bowman Museum. Where the fuck uh, does that name come from? Larned? Larned? I, I don't know. Okay, uh, uh, from William Larned. See, we know mostly about this because uh, while Mr. Larned was traveling with these cavalry units, he wrote his journals, and those got published. I'd love to get my hands on the whole journals, but I wasn't able to find them. Okay, if whiskey often and much is an element of success, we lack for nothing. For all... <laughs> For all from the head of the command on down, surgeon, engineer, train masters, guard, and uh, all drink deep and long. All that is done for safety is by the immigrants and without the aid or direction of Captain Fisk. So, that sounds like a Rat City Ruckus tour. Holy shit. So <laughs> these, these, these farmers and shit are like, okay, we're fucked. So they, start, they circle the wagons. Um, Fisk does have one howitzer with them. But he has his shitty soldiers kind of like line up, and they, uh, the immigrants have some plows. So they start plowing up the soil and making sod br br bricks. Right. Like chunks of sod. And they pile that up to about chest high and build a really quick fort, which they named Fort Diltz, after the scout that's just been heroically killed. Is that shit still around? I went to it. I have pictures of it. Uh, it's not. It, there's a field there, and Diltz is still buried out there along with... Uh, like Private Marmaduke and some other guy. I, I, I shit you not, like so fucking, uh, fucking dog. Well, his first name was Marmaduke. His last name was something else. His first name uh, was Marmaduke. Oh, fantastic! Yes. Well, they just call him Marm. Like on Marmaduke the on the I, Garfield. Is that what it is? No, Garfield's a oh. fucking cat. His name would be Dog Cat. Oh, Marmaduke's a dog. But either which way, so they start plowing. They build this little fort. Um, the Sioux harass him and shoot at him a bunch and they uh sitting bull actually gets hit in the hip at some point and gets rescued by his cousin and he drags him out of there um uh, but then the sewer like trying to negotiate them to come out 
and because they have a uh, Captain White woman with them, uh, and her name was like. Oh, I thought that was her name. No, her Captain name was like Molly's. Captain White Woman. I got, I got, I got to read more about Captain White Woman. I can't remember her actual name, but the, basically, like the chief of the Sioux is like, all right, now write on the letter, tell the cavalry that we're good and we want to trade, and they should come out, and then we'll give you, we'll give you to them if they give us some food because yeah. we don't have any food. Just tell them, hey, and, we're cool, bro. And she's like, to the cavalry commander. Don't give these Indians anything. Oh, They're Jesus. full of shit. They're going to kill you. She really was a Captain White woman. Yes. Fuck well, you. I mean, she, she, she had probably, gone through kind of an ordeal yeah, and continued to. So basically, the cavalry did not end up making a deal for her safety anyway. Oh. And eventually, eventually, the Indians got sick of being, like, pounded by howitzers and shot at. So they, and they had to catch up with the rest of their people. And so they left. Um, so... After they left, the wagon train gets its shit back together, and they had sent people to go summon General Sully to go help them. So they had relief was coming, so the Sioux got the fuck out of there. But before the wagon train got back underway and went back to Fort Rice, they were nice enough to take boxes of bread and leave them for the Sioux that were laced with strychnine. So <laughs> a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of the Sioux came back, found this bread, and was like, "Oh, sweet! They actually left us bread, ate it, and oh, died." No. And then, uh, and by that time, they were too far out for the Sioux to do anything about it. God but uh, the the people on the East Coast found out about this and were appalled. Yeah, no and shit. Actually, and and so that whole incident was. That's why you don't hear about Fort Diltz very much because a this is just a small piece of a, a bigger battle. But it the actual that fucking poisoning shit was like buried and was not uh, rediscovered until the sixties. Well, that kind of makes us look bad. I don't know if yeah, we should yeah, teach that. Yeah, yeah, this is a, definitely, a, definitely a PR faux pas. But, uh, that just makes me wonder, like, how much shit did I not learn you. in school because it kind of makes us look bad. Yeah, yeah. Fuck but you, that's, white people. Fuck yeah. you. But, yeah, that was that was one of the ones that I wanted. You know, that's definitely a, a deeper dive than some of the other shit. And, I, you know, I had the ability to go down to that area. I uh, will post some pictures of... The actual battle site, which is just kind of a pretty little hilltop at this point anymore, but you can get, at least get an idea what the surrounding countryside looks like and shit like that. And, um, yeah, I just thought it was an interesting side note to, uh, while Sully's out there doing actual soldier shit, but kind of badly, there's always somebody worse, I guess. So this fist guy is an idiot. And, uh, yeah. It's like, it's like the old uh, adage, what, like, no matter how good you are at whatever guitar drums saxophone whatever you're into there's always someone better no matter how fucking awful you are at everything else yeah, yeah. there's always someone worse well it's just those cartoonish levels of incompetence where like i like i'm saying even the civilians are like why why the fuck do we even have these soldiers we're doing everything ourselves yeah. anyway you know the soldiers that's... just walk around getting hammered all day long and like yeah you know. eating our food and shit yeah and, yeah but yippee, anyway yippee so that after tangent number 17, where are we at now, Will? I think that's good enough. Oh, yeah. You know, it was, uh, they left on July 19th and got back September 8th. And Sully was satisfied, quote, unquote, quote, 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 but not fully. Oh, so blue balls. Not, no, not full release. <laughs> no, no full release. So basically, like all our other battles the main loss was of resources <laughs> of of the Sioux when they had to flee basically yeah. and kind of sets up 
10 years later that the uh, little bighorn there, where all this right. kind of comes heard of to it. a head. I've heard of it. That's a bar, right? Well, sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's that, among other things. Well, I think okay. When did when did Custer find the gold in the Black Hills? That was eighteen seventy four. Was it seventy four? I think so. Okay, so yeah, that'd be ten years later. So it probably would have been because I know after this, you know, the Lakota did go down to the Black Hills and kind of congregate down there. But yeah, you're right because like Fetterman happened when sixty six. Okay, but that was also mostly what Northern Cheyenne too, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was that Sioux? Okay. That's, uh, and, uh, Red Cloud, which was Oglala. Okay. Yeah. See, Odwala? Oglala. 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 Say, Odwala was that fucking shitty, like, uh, alternative band in, like, the late 90s. No, I thought Odwala's that shitty drink. That gave you E. coli. Same. Does give you... I mean, before it was a shitty drink, like, it was a shitty band. Oddwalla. Counting Blue Cars. Really? Yeah, I used to be on the radio all the time. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, kid they launched the careers of so many shitty so bands. So many shitty fucking bands. <laughs> 107.7, the end. Oh yes. Wait, wait. I'm thinking about Dishwalla. That's the name of the band. There we go. Close. Enough. Very close. I just I just googled Oddwalla and breaking news: Coca-Cola is shutting down Oddwalla juice. Oh, they have that like power over Oddwalla, huh? As of one day ago. No way. As of or eight, eight hours ago, Santa Cruz found an Oddwalla juice being shut down by Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola to shutter its smoothie brand Oddwalla. I think we just used karma to kill Oddwalla somehow. Holy yes. shit. I, they're, they're, I, I don't know. There's some kind of black magic fuckery happening there. Yeah. Mention a brand and it's immediately out of business. All right. Uh, you guys hit us hit us up on Twitter, fucking Instagram. Let us know which brand you want us Bam to shut down Twitter. next. We'll do it. <laughs> Yo, coming for you, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> and Home Depot. Fuck Home Depot. <laughs> All right, so I think I, th- I think I think we bayoneted this mule to death. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> shot that dog. We shot those three thousand. All three thousand of these dogs have been shot. The souls of those three thousand dogs uh, sitting at the base of Kildare Mountains. Oh, well, just, just imagine being somebody like a couple weeks later, just coming across this field just with a pile oh, of dogs, fuck, man. Well it's, well, it's like, it's um, like uh, uh, was it Holy Mountain or the other one? Oh, El Topo. Uh, El where Topo. there's just like a field of fucking dead and dying rabbits. Just like, I forgot about that part. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> and then the naked little are kids those, standing there too. Are those well, the ones that attacked Napoleon or what? Sure. <laughs> we'll go what? with that. I'm just making sure Napoleon like some got bump. attacked by rabbits. Don't you know that? Google oh, it, man. I'm Google. doing it. Everybody Google it. I'm just going to type in Napoleon Rabbit because there will be some weird shit pops up anyway. Yeah, I'm sure it'll oh, be Napoleon fair. versus Rabbits. Okay. 
what the blue fuck? Uh, Historyanswers.co.uk. He wanted to celebrate something, so he had a rabbit hunt. Mm-hmm. So they had somebody go catch a bunch of rabbits, and then he invited a bunch of mucky mucks from around the, the way. And uh, so he had like hundreds, some sources say thousands of bunnies caged. So he kind of is Dick Cheney uh, rabbit hunting, oh, like sure, he's sure. got them pre-caged. Uh, once the rabbits were released from their cages, they did the exact opposite of what all the men expected. Instead of running away in terror, they all bounded straight at toward Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous laughter quickly transformed to horror as the fluffle of they literally says the as fluffle? the fluffle the fluffle <laughs> of beasts began to climb up the French emperor's legs. Napoleon's men attempted to beat them off with sticks. <laughs> uh, but the swarm was quite literally impossible to shake off. Although most likely reluctant to admit it, the guy that caught the rabbit was uh, to blame. Instead of trapping wild hares, he had purchased tame rabbits, and they're used to seeing humans, so they're expecting Napoleon to feed them rather than shoot them. <laughs> oh, shit. Eventually, Napoleon did manage to escape the fluffy plague, but only by fleeing to his coach. The bunnies in hot pursuit apparently divided into two wings. Some even made it onto the carriage. Oh my okay. God. <laughs> All right, I, I, I guess. Was something like that. I'm I'd so like to glad. thank uh, apparently historyanswers.co.uk for that little nugget. Oh my wow, fucking yeah. God. <laughs> There's also a really fucked up picture of, like, you know, a rabbit's foot keychain thing with, like, a pewter head. There's. Looks like Watership Down, which is a very disturbing kid show. You ever see Watership Down? No, with the I, rabbits? I've heard the name, but I always thought it was All like an action movie. All is calm movie. and peaceful in the meadow. Or is it? If you look closely, very closely, you'll discover a whole new world with a world of difference, full of exciting adventure and desperate conflict. Come on and try, you crack-brained slave driver. Incredible courage and mortal fear. A terrible thing is coming. What do you mean? The field. It's covered with blood. A world which bears a very curious resemblance to our own so-called human world in many ways. You're all under arrest. Oh, my aunt would always rent it thinking it's a fun cartoon about bunnies. It, it, well, it kind of is an action movie with bunnies getting shot with shotguns Ugh. and getting cho- choked mm. in snares and biting each other's ears off. What the fuck? And bleeding Are there from people their mouth. too? No, it's all about rabbits. It's like the rabbit war. And they fucking get eaten by stuff and die like it's like a goddamn world war one movie if everybody's rabbits Fuck. it's fucking crazy like you Jesus. should put it on and uh, should no show it to Sola just so she can be traumatized like i was when i was a little kid sure because it looks like a cartoon about bunnies from like the 70s or 80s watership down i i know the name i've never actually they fucking just, seen they, it. they just did a remake of it that's cg i do not recommend that one as much because it's kind of shit cg mm-hmm. but the original animated one is kind of like in the style of like like the the Hobbit. Oh, it's like, like a Secret of Nim or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. And so that's what adults like would think they're getting when they go rent this. You know, on the cover it's just a bunch of rabbits hanging out, but it's bloody as fuck. That's such and... a dope ass fucking troll. Just like, <laughs> you yeah, know, get this for your kid. All right. Yeah. It's like The Shining. It's a little boy hanging out with his daddy in a snow maze. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like when my dad got a. 
What, well, uh, what was it? Darkman when they when they when Darkman came out on videotape, it was like from from the uh, you know like you've seen Batman now see Darkman or whatever. They tried to like tie yeah, it yeah. to Batman somehow. And so my dad was like, "Oh, my kids like Batman. It's all good." And we put it on. and It's like dude's face gets dipped in acid in the first scene. Fingers getting chopped off. Dude with a hollow leg full of fucking like guns. It's just like. What the fuck, dude? And I remember my stepmom just like stormed out of the fucking living room, and then my dad ended up turning it off because he was like, "Uh, you guys can't watch this fucking movie right now." I like how my dad my dad let me watch. Uh, I was allowed to watch uh, the uh, Vietnam killing scenes in uh, in uh, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, but the titty but scenes? I, nah. No, 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 I couldn't watch the basic training cussing scenes. What? Yeah. Because that was wait what? <laughs> you can watch the suicide, but not the yeah. The I, I could I could literally watch the guy like shoot himself in the who, head. Anybody who runs is a VC. Anybody who stands still is a well disciplined VC. Ain't war hell. That's fine. As he's like gunning down like farmers from a helicopter. Jesus. But just like Arlie Ermy shouting a bunch of cuss cuss words and homophobic shit at him. Well, at least that, it worked. At least you don't swear <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm... that's why you fucking joined the army because of that movie. Yep. <laughs> oh my god! All right, we need to go into a hell of gunfire immediately. And all um... I have, all I have to say before we do is, fuck Mile City. Yeah, fuck, fuck Mile City. Yeah. Well, I tried to stop at that motherfucker, and their museum was closed. So definitely fuck them. Fuck you, Mile City. Yeah. Or Miles right. City. See you next time. Bye, guys. 